Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. I started in myeloma nearly 25 years ago. And at that time, the average expectation of life in someone with myeloma was maybe one to two years. But even just in this last 10 to 12 years, we have doubled, if not tripled, the average survival of patients. I saw a new patient this week, and we had this conversation that based on what we've done over the last decade, my expectation is that patient's going to live more than 10 years. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. With each mortgage-free home, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation delivers on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices America's greatest heroes have made for us. Heroes that put their lives on the line for all of us, risking their lives for our country and our communities. These heroes need your help now more than ever. Help America's heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Sends it over to Edward Robles. Go and surname FC. What is up, everybody? My name is Hector Flores, and with me, as always, is my best friend and the other host of this show, Edward Robles. <laughs> How's it going, guys? Oh what the God, fuck I'm was so that, man? It's because it's because. Okay, I don't know if you heard it. I hope you didn't hear it. But when you started talking, I literally went like with the sound, but it was really low because I was just breathing and I just kind of stuck my tongue out and I was like, like that. So <laughs> I apologize on that. <laughs> no. I, I didn't hear it. So, uh, oh man, that is crazy. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. That's I, funny. Uh, I don't even know what to say at this point. I'm like, uh. But what is up, everybody? How y'all doing today? Yeah, man. Um, so, yeah, man. This year's already been pretty crazy, right? I mean, okay, so a little reference to what what has happened. Um, <clears throat> one, I didn't think this was going to... Like, okay, so you guys know we record these episodes on Monday. Or at least at this point, if you guys, if this is your first time hearing this, well, we record on Monday <laughs> and uh, and we drop them on Thursday. But uh, what was so funny to me was uh, I made a small, just like a, like, it wasn't like a significant comment, but like just a little thing that I added on about how 2020 has been a crazy year. And then I mentioned how, you know, Donald Trump doesn't want to leave the White House. And then next thing you know, on Wednesday, we get this crazy bombardment of Trump supporters raging, raiding. Yeah, they were raiding Capitol and <laughs> bro. I think Arsenal's defense is more effective than, than the Capitol's defense. Damn. Holy <laughs> okay, shit! Actually, yeah. Oh, I mean, oh, holy wow. God! I was like, 
Oh my god, this is happening. That's what wilded me out more than anything else, man. Was the fact that like you know, like this is actually happening. Like, like it's actually happening. And and I'm just like, man, dude, is this real life, bro? Like this is it's just so insane. That's, you know, this is it. This is what's going on, man. We're literally going through this. Yeah, I, I get you. And then, what was I going to say? Um, there was a meme online talking about, man, like the capital is actually, or they're saying, I don't know if you guys remember this, um, the future or the diary girl from Girl Tech, that diary that was made out of plastic all around. And when you open it, it had to have like voice recording. Or else you could never get into it. It was hard to pop open. Um, if any of our listeners had it, or if even they had a sister who had it, that shit was hard to get into. You literally had to do the voice recording, and even if you try to do like the voice of whoever had to open it, it wouldn't open. Um, but there was a mean time about this, this, like that future that that diary is harder to open, than, or is harder to get into. And then it wasn't capital in the cat in that building, so I was like, "Wow!" I was like, "I actually believe it because some of them were actually holding the door open for these guys." <laughs> it, it was insane, but yeah. So it was just crazy how a comment that I didn't even—I mean, it, obviously it has some relevance because obviously the election has just been such a a crazy turn of events. But um, just for that little comment, and then. It's just funny how it was like so relevant to what was happening when literally we no, had yeah. zero knowledge that this was going to happen clearly on Monday. And so, um, but yeah, no, we didn't know. We didn't know. It is just so insane to me is that that literally happened. Like, like that literally happened. That literally happened. And it's just like, how do you, what do you, what do you go? Like, like it, the, the, to me, the thing that's so funny is the irony the irony of all this, you know what I mean? Like, uh, with with yeah. the whole the protesting from the Black Lives Matter movement, where you know people were like, "Oh, you know they're they're raiding, they're vandalizing." Like, you literally vandalized the one place that you probably shouldn't be. I mean, like, I'm not saying go ahead and vandalize <laughs> a Target or a Walmart, but I'm, you know, if there's like one place that you probably shouldn't be vandalizing, it's probably the fucking Capitol. <laughs> like and I was just like, and it, it was just like, it, it was so. It was just I don't know what it is. It's, it was just irony at its finest. Like the fact that this is happening, and the fact that people are literally doing what the they were claiming the protesters from the Black Lives Matter rallies were were doing, but you did it. Not, you didn't I, do it. I mean, once again. I'm not trying to just solidify that. Like going. Go and uh, break into buildings, you know. Go break into like offices and all like and all that stuff and steal like TVs. That's not your name. FC does not back. I was like, insert. We don't condone. We don't condone that. There you go. We don't condone that. But I'm just saying though, like, like you literally stormed in to the Capitol, and then I think people were shocked when they found out someone got. I think I believe one person got shot. I don't know if there was others. But I believe that one person apparently, died. apparently, uh, <clears throat> apparently uh, she she died. So yeah, 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 yeah. It's, I, I, it's always sad. It it's like it's one of those things where it's like I, I'm you know that you know a loss of life is a loss of life no matter who it is. That's still unfortunate. 
but for this stupidity is where I'm just like, was this really worth it? The, the revolution is that, that, that okay? All right, so I don't know if you saw that video ever, but there was this girl that like got reactions to being maced because you know if you're doing something like this, your chances are you're probably gonna get maced. And uh, and yeah. she's and they're like, what happened? You know, she's all like teary eye and stuff because she got you know maced, and she's like, I got maced, and she's like, and she's like, we're in a revolution. <laughs> when she said that, I lost it. Not like as if I got mad, but I just thought it was so hilarious. No. Let me bring this up. So this is going to be probably the last comment I have to add on this. But that girl got maced, but there was no cops that were doing any maces. They were just out there with the shields. That was it. They so they she got maced by one of her own. Oh no no no! The no, ones no. that there, were doing that, there was pepper spray. There was pepper spray. <clears throat> um, just because no, there was okay. a there's a there was like an awesome shot, <laughs> like an awesome picture of this guy that like no looked. Uh um, what? Well, I can't even call them a protester at this point. Like, this is technically terrorism. I mean. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say that I don't want to go to that extreme, but technically, this this is what you would say terrorism. This is a terrorist attack, right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and, but anyway, but yeah, so this guy like no look based this guy, and I, that it's an impressive photo. I'll, I'll I'll send it to you on a on our on our group chat. It was it was an impeccable impeccable shot. But anyways, um, All right. And then the the icing on the cake, man. You got this like Braveheart looking motherfucker <laughs> with, the, with the tattoos and I, I don't like a buffalo type garment. Like I'm like, like as soon as I saw him, I thought of Braveheart. I thought of Chewbacca. Some said Chewbacca. Some said Braveheart. I've heard some people say Deliverance. Yeah, you know, I thought he was just wearing a Chewbacca yeah. bikini. So. <laughs> But yeah, I was just like, you know what's also like kind of going back to the whole irony thing. Uh, when when Trump did win the election, you know all the Democrats that that were mad, and I mean I'm not I'm not here to tell y'all I'm a Democrat. I'm not here to tell you that I'm a Republican either. I'm actually a Libertarian. But uh, and I I was that asshole that voted for the third party. <laughs> in the in the Trump because I was like I'm not well obviously I'm Libertarian so I can go I can literally do whatever the hell I want. But, um, you know, I was like, well, I don't want to vote for Trump. And I definitely don't want to vote for Hillary. And so I was just like, you know what? Let me just vote for the third party candidate. And everyone's like, bro, you wasted your vote. I was like, look, man, this election, that election itself was just a waste of a vote. So I'm not necessarily going to sit here and say, oh, man, rats. <laughs> you know what I mean? But anyways, but, you know, when Trump won the presidency and as much as everybody hated it, you know, they were like, you know, what can we do, man? You know, Donald Trump is the president. So, you know, he did the whole, got to go through the whole thing pretty smoothly, right? Um, I'm sure there were some people angry still, but I mean, you know, they took their loss and moved on from it, or maybe not really. But, you know, it never, it never got to a point where someone raided the Capitol. And then you got Biden wins the election. Um, I mean, the whole election itself was kind of a, a, a confusing thing because it took forever to find out who was going to win it. Uh, alone yeah. by that, and then I know, I know, guys, we're gonna get to soccer ages. <laughs> Anyways, 
Um, we're going to get to soccer eventually. But yeah, so Biden wins the election. And I mean, everybody's pissed. Everybody's like calling for like uh, allegations of fraud, of like fraudulent votes or something. I don't know. It was just a whole debacle. And then like it, the worst of it all is that Trump's not making it any better. <laughs> if anything, he just he's he's like adding gasoline to a fire already as it it's already a bad fire, and he's just pouring gasoline. Yeah. Things even worse, and it's just like mm-hmm. all I can th- it, it, all I can think at that moment is like Trump is just like that that little kid that yeah. made, like he accidentally like left like left a trail of gas, so it got to like a did, forest, and now there's a forest didn't fire. His, didn't his didn't his tweet didn't his Twitter get uh. Yeah, he got banned from Twitter. Banned. Yeah, he got banned from Twitter. Golly. But yeah, I, but like I'm saying, like Donald Trump was this kid that like set a forest fire and now is just kind of like trying to slowly walk away as if he had nothing to do with it. Right. <laughs> and, and once again, he didn't make things any better. He didn't like try to like, you know, tell guys, hey, you guys shouldn't be doing that. If anything, he probably made things worse. Uh, but yeah, it, I was just dumbfounded. This happened. And I know, guys, we're a sports podcast. Well, technically a soccer-specific podcast. And, you know, I know most people don't like to talk politics, and I get that. Um, but it, it, this was just something so crazy to me. I think that it was, it was, it was due for a rant. But anyways, all right, let's get... Let's get I mean, do you have anything left to say on this before we move off of it? Not really. Just, you know, don't, don't let it happen again with the whole trying to barge into the Capitol kind of stuff, you know. Bro, I, I, what do we tell our? You know, obviously you have a kid, but one day, I, hopefully, I have kids. And um, what do we tell our kids when they learn about this in history? Uh, they wanted to go through the revolution again. They just didn't have enough people. <laughs> like I just want to, like I don't, dad, I, was, I don't know, Dad. What happened? I I don't know, man. I have no idea. Anyways, all right, man. I don't know. So let's get going with the show, man. So before we get to the headlines, man. Uh, let me tell you guys about Fanatics. Fanatics has a wide variety of apparel of all sports from the NFL to NASCAR and, of course, the beautiful game, soccer. So start your year right with Fanatics, man. Get some swag. Get your get, get everything going, man. New year, new gear. That's what, that's what we got to say here at Fanatics. So you check the link in our bio. Um, it's on the link tree. Like I said, click on that link tree link. It'll take you. You'll have, like, some options. You'll see the Fanatics. Click on that fanatics and get some shopping done. With you doing that by clicking that link and getting some gear for yourself, you will be supporting not only us, Insert Name FC, but Unhinged Sports Network as well. So, obviously, with that with that money, we can use that to make sure we can get this podcast even better. Maybe me and Edward can get out of a bedroom and maybe do this like on a studio <laughs> or something. So, and if you guys help out, we we could definitely get it there. Yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> of course. All right, man. So let's get going with some headlines, man. So, all right. This was uh, initially, I was actually going to talk about how Derby County was eliminated from the FA Cup without even playing a game due to a massive outbreak of COVID. But then something bigger happened within the club, which is crazy to think they were talking about a championship, uh, championship club, but here we are. Um, welcome to 2021. <laughs> and, um, and, and Derby County is getting a takeover. So uh, Devin Teal Com- uh, Holdings Group, it's actually owned by Sheik Khalid, who is the cousin of Manchester City owner Sheik Mansour. 
will be buying the club from Mel Morris. Um, I think it's just kind of I, I, we've seen this happen before, where we have like a rich, uh, oh, like I, I believe most of these are from like oil, oil money from the Middle East, from oil, oil money, but also as well, um, how do I say, um, royalty as well. Okay, but yeah, I'm pretty sure. Because obviously that was kind of the same thing with Mansar, uh, where he actually bought Man City, and you know obviously did what he did, got just Man City a team that was once like what a mid-table team at best to well now, yeah now Man City. Uh, so I mean they relied they relied a lot on uh, David Silva at that time I believe they had David, David Silva and Jesus, Nav- Jesus Navas. Mm-hmm. But they, yeah. they, did, they did get Robinho. Robinho was actually one of their. Oh, Carlos Tevez was another one. Anyways, so Tevez. so I, I'm guessing Cheeks cut uh, Masur's co- uh, cousins actually trying to replicate similar to what Man City did, but with Derby County. So obviously their goal will be to get promoted and go to the English Premier League. And I think that I think the one reason why they chose Derby County is because of one man and one man only. And that is current interim manager Wayne Rooney. Um, Wayne Rooney, I believe, yeah. had an initial deal where he would be a player manager, uh, at least initially until he retired and then became a full-on manager. But due to um, their whoever they had at the beginning of the season ends up leaving, and so then Wayne Rooney ends up taking over as the interim manager. And I mean, most likely he's going to get promoted to the, man- to the post manager, anyways. But with a name as enticing as Wayne Rooney, somehow. Derby County gets Wayne Rooney. Yeah. But I think obviously you have if 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 what we know with what Man City did versus with Derby, I mean it's probably gonna be a little bit difficult with Derby just because of the fact that this is a championship side, not necessarily an English Premier League side. So that's probably gonna be the challenge, is probably trying to entice some players to play in the championship in order to get promoted. Which I mean, but once again, you have the name, you have Wayne Rooney. That could that could really go for them a long way. Plus, with the money that they're probably going to go and owl out to to spend, I mean, Derby County could be a destination at some point. And um, I mean, they may not spend as much right now, or even to begin with. But I have a feeling that they may actually, like you said, they may spring for some big names. Not not like. New new names, but maybe somebody that's already maybe like 27, 28, kind of heading out the door, um, like not an up and coming kind of player. Um, they may even look into their own, you know, schools to see if they have so somebody someone, who may do it. Someone that maybe want to bounce back. You know what? Yeah, like as soon as you said that, the, you know what's the first name I thought of? Who? Mario Balotelli. Oh, hey, you know what? He might be able to do it. He might actually pull it up. He might be a starter. That is if, if he probably didn't play. Can you, ma- can you imagine if Mario Balotelli was a captain of some team? Uh, no, I cannot. Because that would be a bad idea. <laughs> That's just crazy, man. All right. Mm-hmm. Any, so, But yeah, so Derby County, the takeover should be official at some point. Um, could be before this podcast, before this episode gets 
gets dropped on Thursday, or it could be after. But it looks like Derby County will be having a takeover. Um, and it's going to be a team that we're going to... I mean, these it's not like these moves work all the time. I mean, obviously, we've had the examples where these, um, these big oil uh, owners are able to come in and do some things. Obviously, Man City is the first team that you think of, and obviously, you also think of PSG. Um, but teams that have failed, I mean, Monaco, I mean, what have they done? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Monaco had it. They had it for a little bit. They had Hamid, they had Falcao, they had Mbappe. But they, but they had, gave um, Mbappe to PSG. Yeah, I know. But like I said, if they you're, had if you're, it. If now, you're contending, they, but that's the thing, though. If you're contending, why would you give up a promising future star? Everybody saw what Mbappe could be. And one, you loaned him, which I was like, okay, maybe let him. Maybe you, you're pros- Maybe you're not ready yet in, in Monaco. But obviously, once the club is ready, get your players that you want. Then bring this kid in and just destroy Ligue But no, they sold them to PSG. You just strengthened the team that was already solidified by adding one of the best talents. In, in, in that well, what could be one of the best talents in the game history. But that was just so wild to me, and especially, um, especially at a young age. Especially at a young age, man. Um, but that's just the part that's like is so wild to me, man. This is that 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 that's what that's what happened. But so we've seen where these these moves could be a failure. If it's done right, if you can execute right, obviously bring in some players, get some star power, it can happen. But you have to do it right because clearly, you know. You know, obviously, Monaco is the blueprint on how not to do it. Whereas, you know, PSG and Man City might be the, t- the teams that you have. To- and then, obviously, you need the right manager. I don't think Monaco never had ever had the right manager. I mean, PSG had yeah. a plethora of good managers. They had Ancelotti at one point. Um, Unai Emery, take it for what you want, was a pretty decent manager in PSG. But, um, mm-hmm. I mean, that's good. And I think maybe they do have the right manager right now with right we don't know about what Wayne Rooney the manager is, but the trend has been lately getting young, recently retired players. I mean, you're seeing Pirlo, you're seeing Lampard, you're seeing uh, Arteta. Uh, take that for what you want, but Arteta's there. Um, you're starting to see, you know, Xavi is also, I believe Xavi's now a manager. Um, yeah, he's, he's still a manager somewhere I, I mean, in Qatar. It's I in Qatar, but it's still there. But yeah, so I mean... You know, like maybe maybe Rooney's the next the next thing, and I mean you can entice people like, hey man, Rooney was one of the best English players ever, and obviously one of the best players well, in Manchester United, one of the best players ever since EPL. Why don't you want to come well, and 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 be part of what we're trying to build here? Well, if I'm not mistaken, um, Rooney is actually a player manager. So right now he's I think he's getting the promotion to be a full manager. No, he's a well no, he's an interim manager right now. So he's doing all the manager's work. So he's not I don't I believe he's not playing. Oh, okay. I thought he was doing like the gigs thing when he took over Manchester United for a while where he was playing but he was also managing. No, no, no. He was doing that initially, but then obviously the the guy that they had originally a manager is gone. So then Rooney had to yeah. take over. So, all, I mean, right, all right, all right. I mean, we've seen, I mean, obviously, we've been part of some teams where we had the coach also be a player, and those could be some really, really poor decisions. 
Because obviously yeah. you're so you're so focused on playing, you're not focused on like, oh man, who's tired? Who needs to be taken out of this game? Yeah, you're not when when you're in the field, you don't really pay attention to everybody around you. You're literally in that one spot. Exactly. All right, man. So moving on to the next headline, man. Ozil could be going to Fernabanch on loan. That at least that's there's some talks going on with it. I mean, at this point, Ars- he's not playing in Arsenal. So you, he's better off going elsewhere. Um, though currently it's only, I mean, as of right now, which is right now we're recording this show on Monday. Obviously, this episode is dropping on Thursday. But as of right now, as far as we know, Arsenal is kind of like in discussion with Fernabanchin, but they do not wish to pay any part of Ozil's wages. So it will be completely up to the Turkish club to cover what Ozil makes. And um and what's funny is Ozil actually mentioned that Fernabanchin is the Real Madrid of Turkey. Which I mean I think a Galatasar <laughs> I think a Galatasaray <laughs> normally when I think of like the big club in, in Turkey. Oh uh, who knows, man? Who knows, honestly. I mean if Oz- if that's how Ozil sees it, that's how Ozil sees it. I'm not I'm not I mean, to- he's, he's also probably trying to, you know. Say like, oh yeah, I'd be happy to go. I mean, he just wants playing time, dude. Like honestly, yeah. I, no, I, I mean, you, he's literally just gonna be—he's literally just gonna be sitting on the bench the whole time. And even if he has the skill and he has the vision and everything, but they're still just gonna keep him there. I mean, I'd shit. I'd say um, for one of the teams in China and be like, oh man, this is the Real Madrid of this team. Yeah, and yet I don't even know the name of the team. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I, I completely agree, man. Uh, so, but so, yeah, I mean, the other thing, though, obviously, is Ozil will be available on a free transfer this summer, kind of similar to Messi. So he could basically go to whoever he wants. Maybe him and Messi decide to form an alliance and go go to the same club together. And with that being yeah. said, um. Ooh, actually, okay. What 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 is what is this like? What okay? What do you think of this? You just kind of give me an idea. So he'll go on loan. Um, <clears throat> what if he'll go on loan? He's gonna be off in the six months, or not off, but like he's gonna be in the transfer market in the next six months. What if PSG picks him up? They pick up Messi and they pick up Cristiano Ronaldo. This is just all hearsay. What's in? Like, what do they pick up? Ozil, you're really Messi and Ronaldo. You're you're really fixated on this possible PSG like super team, bro. Like, <laughs> fuck yeah, like, dude. Like, I mean, I'm, I agree with you. If there's one club, I mean, technically Monaco could probably jump in on this. But <laughs> I like how this just came back to Monaco. <laughs> I mean, they do have the funds. I agree with you on it. Um, I mean, it's not like he, at this point Messi and Ronaldo can demand that much money, especially at their age. Um, and I mean, Ozil also is not necessarily in a place to 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 negotiate his wages because I mean he hasn't played, and that's going to be his argument. Even though I still believe he can probably fall out, but I mean he hasn't been playing. And so, <laughs> but um, I mean there's okay. So Edward brings in this, the 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 super team. I mean at, at this point, I think Edward just recruiting PSG. Like he's a recruiter for PSG at this point. Um, but no, I mean, I just, I'm just, I'm just MLS is still a possibility for Ozil. And obviously, when you think of the MLS, the first thing that comes to mind, unfortunately, it's not the Houston Dynamo. It's actually DC United. Um, yeah, because they're the ones that were 
in the big rumors with us too. Yeah, so he was already had links with him, with them. Um, but now we're wondering, like, what's going to happen for Arsenal? Well, Arsenal is actually looking to bring in Julian Brandt from Borussia Dortmund as a possible move, which I like it. I think he's a really good midfielder. I don't necessarily think that Dortmund is going to lose anything because I don't necessarily he's like in the big he's like a main component of that midfield for for Dortmund. And this is not me saying that Julian Brandt isn't good. This is just me saying that like at this point Dortmund has like a, just a plethora of talent in the midfield positions where they could probably let some players go. And Julian Brandt, I feel like they could spare. They could take bear is what you're saying. Yeah, they can definitely spare him. And I think that... Yeah, but right now, um, I don't know if you know, sorry to cut you off like that, Axel Witzel is out for, for I don't know, for what how, how long of a time, but because he tore well, that could, some... That, I mean, obviously this move is not official. I mean, <laughs> I think it's like <laughs> similar to what's going on with Ozil and Fernabach, and that's still up in the air. But I mean, um, I like the move for Julian Brent. I think this is a good... Uh, this is, I think this is, would be a good add. The midfield needs a lot of work. I, I mean, the team needs a lot of work, but the midfield definitely needs to be improved because I feel like a lot of the issues with as far as like uh, possession and, and creativity is definitely lacking in the midfield. Uh, I mean, and it, there's a, it could also be the issue that there's a lack of consistency also in the midfield because you have one game where you see Ondane, Xhaka, which I hope I never see, um, Danny Ceballos, uh, it's never like the same midfield. And then honestly, with, with Arsenal in general, it's never the same roster. Um, at one point, you do need some consistency and you're not getting that. But I think Julian Brandt, one, I think it's going to, should be a consistent player. But if he's here to replace Ozil, I mean, I don't know what that means, but that sounds like a horrible thing to be saying. Because, <laughs> I mean, what was he, he taking over? The, the wages of Gunnarsaurus? I mean, like, <laughs> and I was gonna say I was like damn I was like I feel like Gunasaurus would probably step up and be like no you can't let him go he saved Bro, my like, life I feel like at this point man like you got fans like dude play Ozil like I'm sure our, if, this is what I'm gonna say dude, when when you know obviously fans when you know when they post like lineups and on their social medias and stuff like everybody says where's Ozil where's Ozil and it's just like I get that you have so many followers and so many people that comment on your stuff, but I'm sure you eventually see a where's old seal come. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm pretty damn sure. Yeah, I'm sure that everybody's like, man, you know what? If Ozil was in the field, like he'd be doing this and you know, but no, these guys don't want to put him in. And so it just it just kind of like all hearsay, I'm pretty sure. Exactly, man. But yeah, so Ozil just needs to go somewhere so he can play, man. Because, you know, obviously he wants to build up some credibility. And, I mean, if, obviously if, if Edward's able to recruit his uh, PSG super team, I mean, he's got to see him play at some point. <laughs> but, anyways, I think it's going to be a move. That, I mean, one, it's gonna, he's going to go back to his home to his home country of Turkey. I know he's I know he's a German player, but he's, he's Turkish. But, um, so, I mean, I think that that could be a really – I think it just could be refreshing for Ozil, which I think that's what he really needs right now. And before, yeah, I mean, I am an Ozil fan, and he's he's been he's an amazing uh, playmaker. He's he's great vision, great uh, great with the ball, just an old the, like the definition of a solid midfielder. Um, as far as just being a solid playmaker, that's Ozil, and it's unfortunate that he, what he's gone through with Arsenal. But I I think at this point, I just want to see him go somewhere where he'll play, and I think Bernard Patrick will definitely play him, or maybe the oh yeah, he'll, 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 he'll play. 
<laughs> or DC United. Or DC United. Unfortunately, I would not be able to buy an Ozil jersey. Edward, you could probably get away with this if you don't have an MLS team. Or you don't listen. Yeah. Nah, if anything, what I'll do is, like, I wanted to buy the... Uh, I actually was thinking about buying the Ozil Arsenal jersey, but I don't even know if it's even on the shops. Man, it might be. Go and check it out. That's There's that. But anyways, man, so here's another headline. Cristiano Ronaldo, CR7, makes a huge milestone, which I didn't even know this was actually, like, he actually accomplished this, but, I mean, it is impeccable, which Cristiano Ronaldo now has gone 15 consecutive seasons, 15-1-5, consecutive seasons with scoring 15-plus goals, 1-5, not 50. Ever thought I said 50 when we were a little bit earlier, but 15 goals, man. This guy has scored 15 plus goals and league play, obviously league play, not 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 including Champions League and all that, but league play has scored over 15 goals in 15 consecutive seasons. This is something that has gone all the way back to 2006, 2007, which I do believe he was with uh, Manchester United. Could have been one of his Manchester like, United. I think could, could be his first season for all I know, uh, but with Manchester United. Which technically, that, that's my freshman year of high school. Holy shit. That's 06? My yeah, because you graduated in 07. Yo. So, since your senior year of high school, Cristiano Ronaldo has started this streak. Well, actually, um, he started with Man U in uh, 2003, and he ended it in 2009. So, when 06, 07, that's when he was finding his stride. I think that was when he was like, um, 19, 20. So that's when he was like, that's when he started doing the mohawk and all that shit. Not having like goofy hair with the highlights and stuff. Okay. But that's when he started bulking up. That's when okay, he started so, bulking up. All right. So, th- so th- this is Man U. All right, man. So, but yeah, man. I mean, what a career. Like I said, there's two goats in, in, in the soccer world. I don't care if you're going to be that person like, oh, pick one. No, it's, it's Cristiano Ronaldo and Leona Messi. They're the two best players in the world. There, no one's gonna try to get me to pick between the two. I think that you know these guys have been amazing players since they. And I, I, it's gonna be really hard to to try to like, oh, you know, top what these guys were able to accomplish in their careers and for so long. Yeah, you you ain't lying about that one because it is the. Shit, we don't know in the next 10 years once these guys are retired. I mean, all right, it, let, let's put some sort of ref. Like, uh, all right, when we talk about like some of the greats, we think of Pele and Maradona off the top of our head, like what some of the greatest to have ever played the game. And then mm-hmm. after that, there's players you would mention, obviously Ronaldinho, but he doesn't get that Pele treatment or that Maradona treatment. And then you obviously, but Messi and Ronaldo are. And it could also be that, you know, maybe social social media probably came into a bigger factor that these guys are probably came in are playing in the right time where social media is really a really a thing. It blew up. It blew up, basically. So I mean, maybe, maybe like the next great player maybe could be overly hyped just because of social media. But I, I also don't think so because obviously you have the old heads that, that do see what Cristiano Ronaldo and Messi are doing. And they're saying that yeah, these guys should be up there. They should be up there into the the Mount Rushmore of soccer, which I guess you would say would be Pele, Maradona, Cristiano Ronaldo, and Messi. 
Yeah. I mean, I want to say, I want to say that um, El Fenomeno, Ronaldo, would be up there. But with all the injuries he had and then his downfalls, and even it was, it's hard to say, oh, you know, he, still, he was still up there even at, at an old age. The injuries really took a toll on him. So, it, but that's the I can't really though. say. Like, I mean, like I would, I would definitely put. Uh, I need to stop saying Fat Ronaldo, but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I would, I would put Fat Ronaldo up there. But I just, it's just not the same, man. Like, I mean, he, he's a great player. I'm not gonna take that. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not saying that he's not. But I mean, up to the the level that Messi and Ronaldo have, I think they've surpassed him very well, fairly well uh, at this point. Uh, and like I said, man, that's not that's, that's not taking any shots to Ronaldinho. That's not taking any shots to uh, once again, Fed Ronaldo, a phenomenon. I mean, bro, well, I mean, that's also a difference in in um in the work play ratio, I guess you could say, because Ronaldinho and Ronaldo, uh, old school Ronaldo, he they were both you know kind of like party animals, and they were they were more out there. Um, and then, yeah, injuries did fuck up Ronaldo and Ronaldinho. It was mostly because the coaches they loved how he played. They just didn't like his discipline. They didn't like his 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 oh always party always party. And he, he even <clears throat> apparently I, uh, there was rumors or I'm not even sure if it's true or not that he had bought a house close to the stadium for those kind of days where you had game day and you kind of had a party last night. You went to sleep at like two in the morning and the game was like at nine in the morning or 10 in the morning over there. So you're like, Oh fuck, I'm going to be late to work. So you just go kind of hung over and yet he was still perform. but they didn't want that because you know, it, it's not a, it's not a, uh, it's not a role model you want for kids, especially uh, the young up and comings and also the fans. Like you don't want that kind of life to be shown out there. It was the same thing with George Best, you know what I mean? So, I guess you could, I could say Messi and Ronaldo, they both had that mentality of like, Messi has a natural talent mentality, but he still wanted to be better. He still wanted to do the best for the club. Ronaldo was like, I want to do the best, but I want to do the best for me. I want to show everybody that I can be the best. Like, that's how I see it in my mind. <clears throat> So, I don't know. I mean, I get what you're saying, but I think at the end of it all, I, I think that when you're, when we, it's going to be a long time before, I mean, you and me are going to probably be the ones that like fuck the hell out of our kids. Wait, man, you got to want to know a good player, freaking Gattuso or Pirlo or Ronaldinho. I mean, like, we'll say like the guys that we, you know, that we thought were great. I mean, you know, shoot at this. We're brushing off Kaká. I mean, yo, that's not a name that people say that much anymore these days. But I mean, that dude, yeah. that dude could ball. Um, oh, that dude, that dude, that dude moved the rock like a crazy motherfucker. I mean, that dude was at one insane. point there was a plethora of like Italian players that were killing it. I mean, not so much anymore. But I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's there's some good players every, here and there sprinkled in there. But I mean, you know. But I'm just saying though, like, I, but when you a good clear consensus. I think it's Messi and Ronaldo. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that's what I'm saying. But yeah, congratulations, Cristiano Ronaldo. I didn't even know that this was even a thing, but I mean, that's impressive. 
Yeah, there is. I think the small, the lowest number of goals he scored was 16. So, I mean, obviously, <laughs> obviously most of it is probably massively more than what, you know, and that because I mean, he's had some seasons where I think he hit 40 goals or 50 goals. So, I mean, it, it, but this is just Ronaldo. This is what Ronaldo does. He, he's a goal scoring machine. So, yes, it, sir. It, it, that's that's crazy to think. I don't, I don't even think that that was, I, like I said, it wasn't even something that I even thought was a thing. And here, here we are. And it's it's just it just adds another thing to to mention for his career. And it's it's been a great career for him. Yeah, it has, and it's still gonna be great, dude. Even if he decides to leave Juventus or decides to stay, it's still gonna be great. He's still gonna be a great player. All right, man. So, are you tired of cable? Well, we are too, and that is why we want to tell you about Fubo TV. Fubo TV is a streaming service that provides over a hundred channels, and without the hassle of a cable contract. Now, you guys are probably thinking, Hector. You're just over hyping Fubo TV because obviously that you're part you're partnered with them along with Unhinged Sports Network. You're wrong. I'm not over hyping them because we're partners. I'm over hyping them because I'm actually a customer. As a matter of fact, yeah, as he, he's been having he's been having this service for a long, long time. As a matter of fact, right now I am currently using Fubo TV to watch the national championship football game, Alabama versus Ohio State. Um which I hope Ohio State wins because I don't know. I just I, I don't know. Maybe Spencer gets mad because he's actually a big Alabama fan. Anyway, <laughs> hey, is there a singing contest along the way? <laughs> no, because that's the other football. <laughs> oh, come on, come on. Ameri- it's American football. <laughs> no, we call wah, it football. But the game's really good, man. At least right now, it's like twelve to fourteen. Anyways. But yeah, I am a customer. I love football TV. I love the service. But the thing I like most, though, is that I can cancel at any time if I just don't have the funds for it. Or maybe I'm, I'm, maybe I'm trying to like be done with cable and, and I'm done with television, which is probably ever, never going to happen. But um, I, I'm glad that I'm able to just end it scot-free, not having to deal with ridiculous contracts. Which is the reason why I moved on to moved into football TV, which is because of all the ridiculousness that comes with owning cable. But if you guys don't believe me, go ahead and check it out for yourself. If you guys click on the link tree, there is a link that will say football TV. Click on it and start your seven day free trial. And if you guys thought I was I was just over hyping them, well, you will see why I hype them so much. So go ahead and start your seven day free trial with football TV. Yes, sir. No. <clears throat> All right. So here we go. Let's go to the game recaps. Now, I chose this game um, because it was kind of like a unbelievable kind of thing. Okay. Um, Schalke versus Hoffenheim, which I'm pretty sure everybody's like, oh, Hoffenheim won. No, if you guys are up to date, Schalke actually beat Hoffenheim four to zero, which it, it was that, the. I mean, it was just as far as like if you you have like Bleacher Report, um, if you follow the Athletic or if you follow um, ESPN, I'm sure you have like either one of those apps or all three. Um, 
but they are they were just blasting people's phones with notifications about how you know Schalke just did some just fi- they finally won a game is basically what it is because you know at this point yeah, it was go ahead. we were talking we we ourselves were talking so much smack about them we were like oh yeah they're gonna get relegated oh yeah that's a oh yeah you know like we we're I honestly think that. <clears throat> If they okay, now this is reaching right now, right? If they, if Schalke wins all the rest of their games for this this season, there is a chance that they'll stay in the Bundesliga mid table, maybe mid table, close to close to the end, but mid table nonetheless. Uh, that's what I think. That's what I think. I mean, but it's 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 going to be a, a feat to to do. And if they can do it, they can pull it off. Well, I mean, I, my respect to them because that's if they don't get relegated with all the losses they had. What so far? What thirty game winless streak? That is that is that is a lot of matches, man. That is an right, insane man, number of don't, matches. Don't sip on the Kool Aid, man. <laughs> don't be sipping on the Kool Aid. No, I'm not. I'm not sipping on no Kool Aid because 30 games winless streak, dude. Shit. And <clears throat> ironically, they were, they were on a 30 game winless streak, and you're over here talking about they can make it to the mid table. <laughs> no, no, no. I said, I said, if they somehow win all their upcoming games, they may actually finish mid tier. I yeah, didn't say, I, oh, they're going to do I, I it. They're going to pull that. it off. <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, if they pull it off, my respect. But if they don't, oh, well. Um, but, 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 yeah, so they, but yeah, man, 30 oh, games. I was going to say, I was, oh. no, 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 gonna say, gonna say, the 30 game win the streak, you were saying, what were you saying? The fact that there was a 30 game win the streak that they <laughs> Like, I mean, this is going in from last season also. Like, it's not just like, oh, yeah. Man. This season they 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 haven't won thirty games. No, it's this is like from last year, and I mean Schalke at this point they're kind of you know preparing themselves for the eventual relegation, and obviously you know they they loaned out Weston McKenney to uh, Juventus, which I'm sure is going to be a full transfer eventually. I'm just waiting for that for that news to happen. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and I. Hey. By the by, by the way, did you see that Weston McKinney was actually celebrating Shaka's victory? Bro, he was hyped. And I mean, you he know, was, he, he was, uh, he, you know, that was the, the the club that gave him the biggest opportunity. I mean, yes, FC, he was part of the FC Dallas Academy, whatever. But, you know, Shaka was really the team that gave him his shot. And I mean, really uh, gave him his exposure. But yeah, he, he's going to be forever a Shaka guy. I'm sure when they get relegated, he's still going to be following and all that. But he was hype, man. He was like singing the chants and everything. I love it. Yeah, he put the yeah. So props to Weston McKinney for that one. He still he still has love for his old club, which is or well his club still. But when he leaves, I'm pretty sure, like you said, he's still gonna have love for it. Um, Hoffenheim had sixty percent of the possession, so that's kind of a. It seems like uh, the counterattacks were working for Schalke, so that's what it seems like, you know. Um. <clears throat> and then and they even outshot them 19 to 12. So, I mean, Hoffenheim had all the positives on their side, but they just couldn't, they couldn't finish. They couldn't, they couldn't come they out. Had all, they had all the opportunities, but they didn't have one thing. And that was hope. They didn't, ha- that was, <laughs> oh, 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 
Oh, here we go with the corny ass jokes. Oh, fucking, uh, what you call it? <laughs> nice segue. I was about to say his name too. Um, Matthew Hope, who scored three goals in this in this uh, victory in the forty second minute, the fifty seventh minute, and the sixty third minute. It was. So, it, I mean, it was something to see, man. Just as my as my bro said, Shelky had hope. So I mean, just. And fun fun fact for everybody, he's an American. Yeah, he's he's an American. He's actually. And and you want to tell them the other, the other one. What? That um, he basically. I mean, I want to say he's a youngster, so he carried the team on his back with those three goals, and that's pretty awesome to do at a very young age. Yep. I mean, yeah. Oh, yo, okay, I know what you're talking about. So not only was the fact that, you know, he's a young American player, but he actually became the first American player to score a hat trick in a Bundesliga match, which is crazy to think because obviously when you think of American players in the Bundesliga, you think of Christian Pulisic with Borussia Dortmund. I mean, it's not shocking to say that Weston McKay didn't score a hat trick because, I mean, he's a midfielder. He's not necessarily known for his goals, even though he can score some goals. I mean, we've seen it this year. It's been, it's been proven. Um, I mean, Josh Sargent, you know, he's a, he could be hit or miss sometimes, but he's, I still think he's a solid player. But Matthew Hope, I mean, he just, he was just at the right place at the right time. Um, and, and I mean, once again, you know, this is where we're like, USA has got something here, man. Like they got some talent. All of that, the only big question right now is can Burrowhauser do something? And if not, can they bring in a manager that can? Because not trying to get not not trying to sip with the Kool-Aid or anything, but this team, if they get the if they work things out together, if they can build that chemistry, if they can, you know, get some consistency with this lineup and have some solid strategy, we could be seeing a possible World Cup contender. Yeah, I actually believe it. And I'm actually hoping that's a, that's gonna be the case for the next World Cup that US will actually be in it and not out of it. You hear that? All y'all young bucks, Americans, all of you dual citizen peoples everywhere, all the soccer players there, just, just make it. Just make it. All right? Just just make it to the World Cup. That's all I ask. So, so congratulations to Schalke and, and Matthew Hope. Just finally they yes, get a win. Able to, able to snap that winless streak. That's a relief. But anyways, let's go to my game. And my game was Juventus beating AC Milan 3-1. to one. I, I I said it. I told y'all, don't sleep on on Juventus. They're gonna jump into the top and into the top four, possibly finish, finish and win the league. Kind of how me and Edward both kind of imagined. Yes, AC Milan has had an amazing season so far. We're undefeated, to, well, obviously till now, but <laughs> and, and that's crazy. You have like a winless streak being snapped. Now you have a, a undefeated season getting snapped right 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 after, but. Yep. We knew what Juventus is. We know that AC Milan maybe not necessarily was tested. I mean, they did do a good job against Inter Milan, but the real test is Juventus. I don't care if people think that Inter Milan is back. I don't care if people believe AC Milan is back, which I do believe AC Milan is sort of back. If you don't beat Juventus, then you're not going to do it. 
So the big test is if you really think that you're going to win Syria, you have to beat Juventus. And I mean, Jason Long just couldn't do it. Juve had 57% of the possession. Um, I mean, you can take that for what you want, but clearly they did have possession. Juve should be getting the possession. AC Milan outshot Juve 20 to 14. So there was opportunities. They had chances to really get at the seat, but Juve is just an efficient goal scoring team. And I mean, they didn't, they didn't even need Ronaldo to score a goal for them. So the goals that uh, Juve ended up scoring was Chase, uh, Chase ended up scoring in the 18th minute and the six, uh, 62nd minute. And then Weston McKinney just basically puts the dagger and ends the game by scoring a goal in the 76th minute. A beautiful goal, by the way. Just well placed, right place, right time. It's kind of all you, it's, it's, it's basically what I say every time when Weston McKinney scores a goal. He's at the right place at the right time and he, and he sinks it. Um, yeah. And then AC Milan scored a goal, which was in the 41st minute by uh, Calabria. It was just the guys that should, that needed to step up just didn't step up in this game. Uh, you didn't have Zatan. Could have been a factor. But could not it, it could be, but could not be at the same time. But you're gonna have to be able to play games without without Zlatan. And um and th- this is kind of where where Juve knows that they, they got AC Milan is that the fact that maybe AC Milan can't beat the big teams without their star. That's true. Um it, it's it just goes to show you, I mean, like you said, if you can't be Fuentes, then it's not possible for you. But I, I think it's kind of like the same thing with uh, EPL. If you can't beat Liverpool, then you've got no chance. Mind you, Liverpool has lost. And even to some of the a team that you never expected it, especially against, what was it, uh, Aston Villa, where they lost 7-2? to Yeah. So it's possible to get surprised like that, but this one was kind of like an even match. So this was like you said, if AC Milan could be Juventus, then it just goes to show that they they are there, they're cemented, that they're basically there to dominate, to say, hey, we're here, we're going to be the new champs, we're going to take everything now, so you can go ahead and take a seat. But since that wasn't the case, now it's kind of like AC Milan is kind of like, okay, we have to show them now that we can at least come in, you know, second, or at least still keep going for first, still keep going, because there's, there's, there's going to be a chance to. I mean, I to, mean, they're still in the running. I'm sure they can still, they, they can still probably win the the league without beating I mean, without beating Juventus. But I mean, if Juventus doesn't pull the Barcelona thing that they did, where they had the lead and then all of a sudden they lost like their last four or five matches and then that basically made Real Madrid go up top. Yeah. But I think it just goes back to the fact that the challenge is Juventus. It's nobody else. It's Juventus. I mean, cool, you beat Inter Milan. Cool, you beat Roma. Cool, you beat uh, you know, I mean, it's not really a bragging point at this point. But um, you beat these teams but you got it's 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 once it's kind of like you know you got to go for the king and if you're gonna get it when you go up against these teams against the Juve's against the Liverpool's against the Real Madrid's against the Barcelona yeah. maybe not right now but um, against Atletico Madrid against the team against a PSG when you go up against the teams that you know are gonna do their thing regardless of how many how much possession they have regardless of the shots that they've taken but it's a team that you know. 
they're going to some they're still in the game regardless of what the scoreline says because you know how efficient they are you gotta go in there the guns are blazing and get them out as soon as possible and AC Milan couldn't do it I mean the first the first team to strike first was Juventus and then AC Milan scores a goal to tie it it's like okay we're in this game and then after that Juve was like okay we're done playing we'll go ahead and finish it off now yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. You're right, man. I mean, shit, you got more insight than I do. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. <laughs> I don't even think it's just insight. It's just, you know, just take it for what, it, what you see. Anyways, all right. <laughs> Reading is something that we all should be doing. But do you have the discipline to actually read a book? Or maybe you just don't have the time. Oh, uh, well, if you're like me, or Edward, then we have the perfect solution. <laughs> and that is Audible. Jesus Christ, man, come on. Audible has a wide variety of books to listen in your convenience. So, go to audibletrial.com slash insert name FC podcast and start a 30-day free trial. Once again, if you guys go on that link, um, audibletrial.com slash insert name FC podcast, start 30 30-day free trial, you will be supporting insert name FC uh, so it's it goes back and it helps us out to once again try to make make our make our stuff better for you guys. I'm sorry, I had to laugh because it's like the way you said or Edward, it was more of like, oh yeah, let me drag this dude along, even though I know how undisciplined this dude is. <laughs> it, it's Sean right now, bro. It is Sean. Yeah, exactly. It is. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, all right, man. To all right. our listeners, I'm so sorry. All right, man. So, players of the week, man. Who's your player of the week? All right. Player of the week. For me, we mentioned him already. He was in the Shaka game. Matthew Hope. He scored the hat trick. The first American to do so in the Bundesliga in their 4-0 win against Hoffenheim. So, to me, I got I to gotta give it up for this guy. He is my player of the week. Like, kid is cold. Kid, kid, kid can... Kick and play. It, it showed, and so I, I just, you know, it's it's something to be proud of as well. Like as an American, you know, we're we want the U.S. to succeed, to to grow the U.S. men's national team, for them to be in the World Cup, for them to actually have a chance at it, you know. And, and right now, fuck with all this talent, and a lot of this talent are actually speedy players. So, you know, it it, it shows. So I. I'm excited. So, I, I, Matthew Hope, you know, uh, here's hoping for the best for you for for the future. No, yeah, that's a that's a great choice. I think Matthew Hope. I mean, like I said, just a promising player. Uh, you know, we've been seeing some things about Matthew Hope, um, as, especially if you got if you guys want like some people to follow as far as like you know upcoming U.S. players. There's Americans abroad, um, young Americans abroad that. All they do is just, you know, keep you guys up to date about young American soccer players that are playing in Europe or in in, in other in other leagues just outside of the U.S. And then you you also have uh, well U.S. U.S. MT only. That's also another one that keeps up keeps you up to date. But we we if you've been following them, they've been telling you about they've been kind of showing you about Matthew Hope and. Um, well, he's here now, so everybody now knows him. Yeah. 
Basically, the the odds are going to be on top of him. Like they're going to be like, okay, let's see what he's going to do in the next match. Because you you just believe I'm going to be keeping an eye on him. Exactly, exactly. Now people are going to be watching Shaw. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so who's your player of the week? I'm glad you asked because this is okay. So there's been some times where me and Edward have the same player as the week. So we try to keep it. Oh, diff- we we always try oh, to have different ones. Oh, here but, we go. But every time I want to actually say this player, Edward has to have it because, oh my God, BVB, go, go black and yellow, all that shit. And it's kind of like, it's frustrating because I'm like, I want to give this guy props at some point, but I can't because Edward wants to be a homer. Anyways, so <laughs> my guy is Erling Haaland. I've been wanting to say, mention this guy at some point. That finally gets you. So um, he's I guess last year wasn't the year, huh? What? Oh, it's you to mention him. This has to be 2021. Yeah, I'm about to take over 2021. I'm I'm only gonna Holland's gonna be my only player of the week. We're gonna make sure he's we're gonna make sure he's player of the year. He's honestly at this point, he's, he's the front runner. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's surpassed. With all the times you put Erling Holland as player of the week, I'm pretty sure at this point he is the front runner for player of the year. He's play, player of the year for her us for us. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. But yeah. But, so um, early college, go ahead. So why was he your player of the week? Well, I, I was trying to say it, but you're over here. Yeah. Anyway, so he scores two goals in Darwin's three-one win against RB Leipzig. Uh, we previewed this game last week, and this was a game where I was. I kind of said that can uh, RB Leipzig's defense hold Erling Holland? Clearly, they didn't. I mean, this is kind of why I thought Dortmund was going to win. And Holland does his thing and scores two goals. Two goals. And a, a pretty easy win for them. Yeah, I mean, with Haaland, bro, up front, how is it not an easy win? Like, especially with, uh, I'm, I'm, I don't mean to know any disrespect to any of these teams, but any small teams from the Bundesliga, how can you not, man? Like, they're, he's an intense player. He's got that crazy speed, strength, the size. He's, the dude's massive. But like I said, the speed always surprises me. That's always a surprise to me when I see that. No, yeah, totally. So I mean, he's a he's a he's a hell of a player, man. Shoot, I'm probably gonna end up seeing how much he is on FIFA 21. Shoot. A lot. <laughs> a lot. So, All right. But, anyways, so Unhinged Sports Network it is a growing brand with a wide variety of sports podcasts from all around the country. Unhinged is constantly playing shows on their website, unhingedsn.com. Go there and listen to us on Thursdays at 11 a.m. Central Time and stay to listen to the other great programs that they have available. Um, which, I mean, it's not just the United States. We also have a podcast for Canada. Shout out to Pleasure Connections. But there is a wide variety, man. You have Far End of the, uh, far end of the Bench. You have the J Morning Show. You have High and Low Sports. You have Sports and Things. It's just everybody just having basically a full on soccer conversation. They are soccer. I mean, there are sports specific podcasts. Obviously, we have Insert Name FC, which is soccer specific, but we also have In the Marbles, which is a racing podcast. So they talk NASCAR and Formula Oon. And so <laughs> I, I, I do that just to piss off everyone. Formula Oon. Formula Oon. It doesn't piss me off. It just makes me laugh. Because <laughs> they were just boys in Formula Oon. Because Edward is a Formula 1 fan. So, but yeah, so 
Formula One, sir. Formula One. It's French, so it's Formula One. All right, so check them out at unhingedsn.com. Also, follow them on Twitter at Network Unhinged, man, so you'll be notified when our when we're popping up because we're trying to win this little uh, podcast of the year uh, award. And um, obviously, if you guys click on our on the link from Network Unhinged when we're on, well, it's going to help our odds. So go ahead and do that. Do us that favor. So we can go ahead and and be the best podcast, and we can <laughs> and we can and we can have more laughs like the one I just did earlier today with Hector. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could say that. But yeah, so once again, it's unhingedsn.com, and you guys can follow them on Twitter at Network Unhinged. All right, man, Edward. So once again, even though you are actually well, for, oh, he didn't even mention this, but Edward, you are COVID free. Yeah, I'm negative, ladies and gents. I'm negative. My dad, however, is still positive, so, so that's don't want to carry around. I, yeah, that's so, the reason why I'm still zooming from the other side of the pond. No, nah, I'm just <laughs> But yeah, um, that's why. That's why, you, that's why you hear Edward's fire alarm. By the way, <laughs> the, yeah, that's 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 why you, you hear my smoke detector and going. I I changed the battery. And so does he tried. Uh, he tried, Spencer. It, he tried. <laughs> did, did okay? Is there anyone? Is there if anybody wants to go ahead and see if they can help me out with this? Go ahead and send a message to insert name FC on our Instagram or our Twitter. I will read it and I will try these things and I'll let y'all know if it works or not. For uh, I feel like someone's record, I, like I feel like someone's recommendation is going to be just take up. Just take out the uh, just take out the, the battery, the battery itself, <laughs> or, or do yeah, what Phoebe, I mean, or do what Phoebe did and just smack it with a tube. Oh God, Jesus! Yeah, or just completely throw it, completely destroy it. God, I love friends. Anyways, so we got some games to preview, Edward. All right, so like oh. I said, Edward. I mean, even though Edward is COVID free. His dad isn't, so I was like, you know, he, let them fight the good fight against COVID because fuck you, COVID. Um, so I decided to do the game, pick games out again this week, and I think I got some good ones, man. I feel like I, I'll dip myself. But anyways. Oh, there you go. There you go. So the first game is Monterrey versus America. So for those of you who don't know, Liga Max has already started. They're actually going into their second game. Um Maybe we should have done a preview for it, but I don't know. It's more fun previewing the playoffs. I don't necessarily think like previewing the season is necessarily like that thrilling, but when it's the, when it's the playoffs, that's when it's more fun for Liga and Mex. Uh, same thing with the MLS. We probably won't do a preview for the MLS either. Um, but anyways, so both teams are coming off wins. I mean, there's only one, they've only got, they're only one game deep into the season, but both coming off wins. <laughs> Uh, Monterrey has actually won three of the last five meetings against America. Um, America is without El Piojo. Piojo has been fired from America. Um, so, I mean, clearly they're doing, they're, they're still America. <laughs> that doesn't change. The club is still pretty good. And so, um, I don't necessarily think the manager is, I mean, Piojo is a fun manager. Um, if you guys don't know who El, El Piojo is, um, you've probably seen the memes. Of Bioho? I mean, ever could you? 
When he's turning Super Saiyan, you mean? Yeah, Super I've Saiyan. seen that. <laughs> Super, Super Saiyan Piojo. Uh, the guy is just a very... He, he, he manages with his he's, heart, honestly. He does. He he has a lot of he has a lot of love for that team, and I mean, he he played for them, right? So I believe he played for America, and then he did at one point. He did play for the Mexican national team, and I, uh, you, this is the one thing I'll say about Mexico. I would never buy a Mexico jersey, even though like I use like buying national team jerseys as a cop out to get like certain players that I like. Um. But I won't. I will never buy a Mexico jersey, and the only reason why I say that is just because of the fact that um, I'm a I'm a USA fan. That's probably the only national team that I will not buy a jersey from. I, I, I especially because national team jerseys, some of them are really nice. Like I'm still trying to contemplate if I want to buy that Panama jersey, the the one with the gold trim. Um, <laughs> but anyways, I just can't buy a, a Mexico jersey. But they have some fire jerseys, bro. And the ones that I love the most is the one from when Piojo plays. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I believe it. Was that is that was that the one with the um? It was from the, the 80s. Mayan calendar, yeah, yeah. with the yeah. Aztec calendar and the faded in the background. Was yeah. it the Mayan or the Aztec? I can't remember. I think it was Maya. I, I think it was Maya. Yeah, I remember. I remember. It had it had the Mexico the Mexico emblem and it had the number on the front. And then, um, but underneath it, like under, under, technically like on the jersey itself, faded was the Mayan uh, calendar on it. And mm-hmm. then on the back, same thing. It was like the Aztec. So it was, it was pretty cool. Like, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So definitely, I would say one of my favorite jerseys is that, jer- is that jersey in Mexico. But I will never buy it because obviously I refuse to wear anything Mexico. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> But but aside from that, anyways, coming back to this, uh, Monterrey versus America, uh, I think this is the thing that is so interesting about the Apertura and the Clausura. Um, it's just the fact that, like, your season could have been awful. And I mean, both these teams made it, were in the playoffs last year. I mean, Monterrey got uh, uh, <laughs> stunned when they when they were upset, upset by, um, was it Pueblo? Oh yeah, 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 it was. It was in the class. In the, in the, in the, yeah, in the, in the it was Puebla, playoffs, right? wasn't it? Was it Puebla? Yeah, yeah, I think so. So they lost to Puebla, and then obviously America lost to um, Chivas, which obviously is not a good look when you lose to your rival, especially when your rival hasn't really been that good in the in the past years. And then they lost to mm-hmm. LA Gal- LAFC in the, the Concacaf Champions League, which is probably as the reason why Yoho was fired was just because of. You know, not being able to to go further in these in these tournaments or in the in the playoffs could be the yeah. reason why that you got fired. I mean, it's a valid reason. I mean, it's kind of weird. You know, like you had you didn't have a bad season, but you still fire your manager. But I mean, it's because of the expectations that America. I think it, that's what it makes sense for. And, but but this is what I like about the Apertura Clausura. You could have had a really bad season in the Apertura, but then you can turn it around in that, in that Clausura, and so. I mean, these two teams both had really good seasons. I mean, both finished at least they both finished in the top five. Um, I I really don't know what I'm going to see from America. I mean, you know, obviously they're they're with a new manager. I think Monterrey still has the same manager from from the from the Apertura. So I yeah, because they don't have they don't have um, they don't have Mohammed. Yeah, they don't have Mohammed, but they but they 
they they still have the guy from last the last uh, season. So, I, I for me, I'm Edward. Who do you who do you got? Um, I mean, I'm sorry, but I have to say America. As much as I want Monterrey to win, I have to say America. I guess you could say it's like the sure thing in my book. So, Mister, Mister I like yeah. to pick the I like to pick the underdog. <laughs> Goes for the exact opposite. I know exactly. <laughs> Trust me. All right. So, um, I'm, I, unfortunately, I'm with you. I think America wins it. This isn't me trying to jinx America. You might. Wink, wink. Everybody I, listening, wink, wink. He's trying not to. Wink, no, wink. no, no, no. I'm actually serious. I'm like, I actually do think America's going to win it. Uh, actually, this could be a game where I can see a draw. I'm not going to lie to y'all. But, I mean, I, we got to pick a winner. So, I think I'm, and I, and I, I like America. I think they've had a pretty solid team. I think they've had most of the, I think most of the same guys came back. I think you could say the same thing for Monterey, but um, I think it, it, there's just something when you have a new manager that you try to show out a little bit better. Um, yeah. And this could be just that. I mean, I think America, America is just, there's a reason why America is so consistent. And I think it, it, it doesn't necessarily matter what manager they have. It's just because they have great quality in the, in the roster. And so, I, yeah, I got America on this one. All right. All right. All right, man. Sounds fair. Sounds fair. Yeah, totally fair. So the second game is Juventus versus Inter Milan. So kind of going back to what I said about AC Milan, if they really want to prove themselves to be true contenders in the Serie A, they gotta come. They gotta. They gotta beat Juventus. And the same thing for Inter Milan. Inter Milan's another team as well that there. We've been saying that you know, man, they're looking really good. Can they jump? You know, can they finally get that that over that that final hump to get back into saying Inter Milan is back. Same thing, with, like I said, that like we said with AC Milan. But the test is you got to go up against the proven Juventus, and and so kind of going with this one, man. Juve has not lost to Inter Milan in their last five meetings, uh, three wins and two draws. So Juve has been fairly successful against Inter Milan, at least recently. And Juve is on a tear, man. They've won four of their last five games. Uh, it's 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 the same thing, man. If, if Inter Milan strategy, if they're going to go into this game, they got to go, go in guns a blazing, take Juve out as soon as possible if they want to win this game. Um. Yeah. It's shit. You hit it right on the money. You are completely right about that one. Um. Can't really say much for it. Um. But I personally think Inter has a small chance. Really small. Really, really, really small. Like tiny, microscopic chance of actually winning. In my, in my opinion, this is my opinion. And, um, but I have to go with Juventus, you know, on this one. I, <laughs> I mean... Inter Milan to me has done really good this year, but I mean they lost to AC Milan. I'm not saying that means anything, but I mean they haven't necessarily. They've had their moments, but they could have jumped over and 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 have a prime spot in the in first place, but they really haven't. Um, 
and once again, we know Juventus, Juventus is going to jump right back into the top four and possibly finish in first. And I mean, is Juve? They, they're just stacked everywhere. If you wanted to do a compare to like Inter Milan, I probably we, we probably it'd probably be a clean sweep from for Juventus because I think their quality is just so much better. Even though Lukaku looks amazing this year with uh, Inter Milan, I think he's kind of like their their focal point. But then you you look at Juventus, you you do have Cristiano Ronaldo, you do have uh, Paulo Dybala. I mean, they got goal scorers everywhere. They got goal scorers in their bench. They're, those are guys that should be starting elsewhere, but they're in Juventus, and they're. It's like the second, like second that substitute comes in, it's not like it's going to change anything. It's just going to. They're going to play their same way. If not, they just got a fresher player out of the field. And and um, I mean Inter Milan, I think that they're they're almost there. Same thing with AC Milan, they're almost there. I just don't think that this is the year that they're going to be able to jump over Juventus. Yeah, I agree with you. Oh, well, no, you know what? No, no, no. I I think Juventus still, still takes it. So. I thought that's what you said. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, wait, wait were on, you going get... I'm I'm... No, 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 hold on. It's because this thing cut off in mid-sentence. And so I thought you said Inter Milan um, was going to take it. Like I cut off, yeah. Ooh, I hope that that doesn't affect the audio. <laughs> mm, nah, maybe it's on my side. Maybe oh, it's these yeah. headphones. Yeah, I hope so. All right, man. But yeah, <laughs> so all right, so we got your vents, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yep. All right. All right, man. Now, so let's see the third one. The third one's gonna be well. <laughs> you want to say the third one since, since you're you're so eager to get to it? Well, because it's kind of I want to talk about this one. Um, Liverpool versus Manchester United. It it's is a hell of a matchup. It's a historic rivalry, man. Um, the Battle of the Reds. There's a lot of yeah. te- there's a lot of teams in the English Premier League that rock red. I just I've just noticed this. I, you I, just I, realized I, that. I'm not just realizing this. Obviously, I, I'm, I'm obviously my the team I support wears red, but there is a lot of teams in the NFL that wear red. Yeah, but yeah. So, well, okay. Which well, I always I was thought was funny say, how Matt, how like because they, what they call Liverpool the Reds, right? Yeah, and it's like, but everybody is the Reds. Mm, technically, Manchester United are the Red Devils, so. No, I get that, but they still say the. It's like Chelsea. They're like, "Oh, it's the Blues." But I mean, the Blues. Yeah. But anyways, any, anyways, that's not the point. But yeah, so yeah, this is a, a really great rivalry, and maybe ha- okay, maybe can we call it a rivalry as of lately? Because I feel like it's been very one sided, at least recently. Well, that's what that's what I, that's what I wanted to talk about. Um, Manchester United. Is doing decent. They're like you know, it's not amazing, amazing. But Liverpool has been surprised by smaller teams. So can you really count on Manchester United, especially 
seeing how they're doing so far, I mean, they're not like in the best shape, but they've had positives going for them. I think it just goes back to like kind of how I said with Inter Milan, they got to come in guns a blazing. They got to take their shots and make sure it counts. This is not, Liverpool is not a team where you could get away. Like a one goal lead against Liverpool is not safe. No, like, it's not. Unless, unless, unless Mohamed Salah, Sadio Mane, Roberto Firmino, Diego Jota, Thiago. Jesus Christ, they got a lot of people. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I'm like listening though, like, holy shit. Yeah, no, there's no way. And, and, and there, and there's no way. Yeah, and then there's, and they're, and they're monsters, dude. They're monsters. Like the names you just named, and, and they're, then, they're monsters. And that's just, and that's just on the attack. We're not even talking about defensively. And this is a team without Van Dyke. Mm-hmm. It's so like they're doing this without Van Dyke. That's like the craziest thing of all this is that without their best, and that's their best player. At least that's how I feel. I don't know how you necessarily feel, but that's their best their player. Best, their best, their best, their best defensive player. That's it. Uh, I'll say best player. I I think Virgil Van no, Dyke. No. I believe he's the catalyst. Um, in no, my no, honest no. opinion. No, if any of our listeners are, uh, are listening to this conversation here, let us know who you, if you think Virgil van Dijk is the best player of Liverpool or if he's just the best defending player of Liverpool. All right, we'll see how that goes. I mean, I'm sure everyone's going to say I'm wrong. Why? Why do you think? Why? Why do you think? Uh, yeah, you already know. You already know because you know you're wrong. That's what it is. Okay. No, because <laughs> I literally think Van Dyke's the best player on their team. Nah. Last time I checked, defense wins championships. Oh, chill out. And which, by the way, Arsenal has not figured that out. But <laughs> they haven't even figured out attacking wins. <laughs> they haven't even figured out attacking wins championships. Hey, 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 they score penalties, okay? Oh, God. They get score a penalty. Oh, God. Don't even start. But anyways, getting back to this game. So, Liverpool has not lost to Manchester United in their last five meetings. Kind of similar to what Juventus was, which is three runs, two draws. So, they've had the more recent success against Manchester United. But Manchester United has won three of their last five games. Take that for what you want. Yeah, it's gonna take, like I said, it's gonna take a lot of grit. It's gonna take a lot of finishing. They have to finish. They cannot, and they can't let their guard down. You're talking about two speed demons in the ends with with uh, Mohamed Salah and Mario and Sadio Mane. I mean, you can't. I mean, I repeat, these. This has to be the best performance from the fullbacks, like. Uh, Tellers and and uh, Bisaka, what is it? Bisaka, right? Bisaka, yeah. And, like these guys have to have like the best. Bisaka. Mm-hmm. That these guys are gonna have to have like the best defensive showing ever. They're gonna have to increase their their speed. Like they're gonna have to take like some Red Bull or something before the game because like not not I mean not only that but I mean they gotta pull everything. They gotta pull all the all the stunts on the on the on these two guys because. And then you forget that Roberto Firmino's right there. And then, oh, guess who comes in in, in second half? Diego Jota. Or Diogo Jota, I think, is actually his 
Diogo, Diogo, Diogo yeah. Jota. Now you have Diogo Jota coming into the second half. It is, this is just a well, Liverpool is, it's clearly a, a, a but the crazy thing is also that this is first and second, I believe, in the English Premier League. Yeah, that's, <clears throat> this, it's, a, it's a surprise, honestly, it's a surprise to me because I was not expecting that. But, I mean, I'm sure old Gunner, old Gunner is just kind of like just relieved because I mean, at this point, they can't fire him right now. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And then right now, Liverpool has one match up on Manchester United. So basically, this would be Manchester United's 17th match and Liverpool's 18th. So in that way, um, if Manchester United wins, they go ahead of the table mm-hmm. and they still have one game in hand. Mm-hmm. Like they still have one game to play, like even after that. So it's kind of looks favorable to Manchester United, but again, if every, if everything, but everything needs to fall in line. Yeah, exactly. Everything basically, the stars has to align, Mars and Venus and whatever planets have to align in order for them to win. But <laughs> yeah, I'm going astrology open here because uh, I swear. Um, it's gonna be. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard. It's not gonna be an easy thing you, to do. Are you gonna want to make an easy feat? Are you gonna want to make a? Who, who was that fortune teller lady's name? Uh, you remember like Walter Mercado? Well, I mean, yeah, no, that's a good one. No, the the the, the, the English speaking one. Oh, this, I don't, this, I don't uh, know. this lady with like a fake Jamaican accent. Mama Juju Boo Boo. <laughs> From the office. <laughs> no. We're going to go see Mama Juju Boo Boo. What was that lady's name? Dang. What was, okay. That's going to bug me if I don't, if I don't get this name. Uh, fortune. It's a Jamaican fortune teller. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally Googling this right now. Miss Cleo. That's what I'm. Oh Ms. my Cleo. God. Miss Cleo. I. I didn't even have to search it. I, I like literally like started remembering Miss Cleo. Yeah, you're gonna call Miss Cleo and make sure everything everything falls in line for you. Oh my God, this boy said Miss Cleo. Anyway. I can't believe that. I'm I'm, I'm still like <laughs> I can't believe you Google Jamaican fortune. <laughs> It was funny that that I'm actually died. I, I, I did figure out it was Miss Cleo before I actually like searched it. But then like when I clicked it, it Miss Cleo did pop up when I said she's making fortune tell. <laughs> so if you guys don't believe me, go ahead and try it right now. Like go go ahead and go on Google and and, and, and search Jamaican fortune tell. It's gonna pop up. But anyways, Edward, who you got? Um like I said. It's going to have to take a bunch of planets aligning and stars and stuff, but I have to go with Liverpool. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I think is that's just the way it is. I, I don't think there's any other way to look at it. It's just, Liverpool just has to do their thing and Manchester United needs to do this, 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 and that. So it's just like, it's just kind of like an unfavorable situation. Anything can happen. Anything's possible. We, we know this. Anything's possible, but I gotta go. Anything I gotta go. possible, but I gotta go with Liverpool as well. Yeah, there you go. So I, I guess we both we both agree on the three 
game previews to go. Um, America, Juventus, and Liverpool to win. So yep. And why just be wrong? I mean, I'm sure you'd be happy bro, to be. I'm sure you would be happy to be wrong for the Liverpool game at least. I mean, it'd be it'd be nice. It'd be nice. It'd be a nice change of pace. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. All right, man. Three up, three down. So today, oh, here we go. Today's topic is movies. Didn't specify the movie because I just thought, uh, let's see, like, let's see what what our what are three up and three down for for just movies in general. And so, um, all right. So th- this is what Spencer has for his three down. So number three, X Men movie when Deadpool didn't say anything. That's Wolverine. That's, I know. Uh, I, I know. I, I I know. I, I just I. This is what I love about Spencer, bro. It's just the fact that like <laughs> descriptions, man. I love it. It's, uh, it's all about the descriptions. Bro, if anything, can we get just more of the descriptions? Not just like the... Like, I, I do love the, the titles and the, all that. I Because, like, bro, like, last week last week when we were talking about, uh, you know, vacations, like, I mean, when he said the desert, bro, I just... Like, I just can't get over it. Yeah. So, I mean... That, that, so, I mean, it's just... <clears throat> I still can't believe it's like well it was it was pretty bad I mean it was pretty bad I mean it just I know it was an origin story but damn it was, it was pretty bad everything about that movie was just so bad and and, and what was funny was um, I had a I had a friend that actually got the movie like you know post editing yeah so like it didn't have like the CGI stuff just yet um, or if it did it was like not it wasn't like it was maybe just like a block, like oh that's the tank, but it's a block. Oh yeah, so it had a lot of CGI stuff. So when they showed him when he has his claws, the one I, I knew this movie was bad from as soon as I saw the claws because they just look so fake. Yeah, and I mean obviously, I know I I, I get it. Metal uh, metal claws aren't supposed to actually realistically come out of your your hands. I get that part, but it was just the fact that it was just so clearly like just it was like zero effort at making it anything remotely real. Like it was like boom CGI, and then you know that that scene where he starts like like you know when he like pulls out his claws and he starts like you know like touching the metal with each other, and it, yeah. was, it was like the no- chink like the chink noises. Yeah. And, and I'm just like, bro, this just seems so fake. And it, like, I was like, okay, this movie's in the sun. Like, I'm already not going to like this movie. Let me tell you something. The video game that came out back on PS3 and 360, Wolverine Origins, like, that game was better than the movie. I'm going to have to take your word for it. Yeah, it, it was better than the movie. So, all right. What did he say for his number two? All right, so for number two, Soul Brother Two. Soul. Oh, is that the um that actor? Um, he he can't, he was a principal in Mean Girls, and uh, he has a lisp in Soul Brother. Honestly, I I I cannot say that I actually watched Soul Brother. You haven't? 
bro. Yes, it is. No, wait. No, never mind. No, no. Wait. So, brother. Wait. Is he talking about the... Oh, my God. Don't tell me he's talking about Undercover Brother 2. Was there... I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just dumbfounded that there was an Undercover Brother 2. I mean, it was in 2019. It, it was in 2019, apparently. And the person who played Undercover Brother 2 was... Michael J. White. Oh my lord. Wow, that does sound like a straight to DVD movie. I would I mean Michael J. White isn't a bad act. That's not what I'm saying. No. But okay. my thing my, my I mean, thing is you remember you remember Never Back Down too? Because neither do I. No, but that's the thing. Michael J. White is known for all his Fighting martial arts stuff, undisputed. Um, what was it? Um, yeah, it was undisputed when he was the boxer and he fought Boyka. But for him to be an undercover brother too, I can tell Spencer. I can honestly say I feel your pain. If it if it's undercover brother too that he's talking about, I feel your pain. Soul brother to me was was. Um, no, that wasn't it. Um, for a second, I thought he was talking in about. Uh, for a second, I thought he was talking about um, Tim Meadows. Mm. You know Tim Meadows, right? No. Yeah, the ladies' man. There you go. That's who I thought he. That's that movie, the ladies' man. Okay. No. I'm, but yeah, that's who I thought. That's who I thought he was talking about. But yeah, bro, ah, uh, I've never said okay. So if it's not if it's not Undercover Brother two, then yes, I I, I agree with Spencer. I mean, unless he's referring to that one movie where Soul Man, where you know that the that the very but he's asking, movie that will never survive. He's. He's talking about number two, so that's why I'm assuming it's Undercover Brother two because I don't think there's a Soul hope, Brother movie. I hope that. Oh yeah, that yeah, it's the movie Soul Man. I, I, you know which one I'm talking about, right? Soul Man. No, no. The one that the, they have like the white guy literally going to blackface. Oh God! That just that was like, if they made a sequel for that, the balls on that movie studio. Oh jeez, yeah. Dad, uh, uh, you know what? Let's go to his number one. <laughs> number one is Machete. Of course. That, that movie was just horrible. It, it, yeah. Danny Trejo. <sighs> but you know what's a worse Danny Trejo movie? Mm-hmm. Like worse than Thank Machete? You. Damn, really? Worse than Machete? Um, there was this one movie that just came out and he was like a a kid's hero or something? I don't know. Oh, I, I, I don't know about that one. But there was this movie called oh. uh, Badass. I think I remember that one. That was bad. That, and then that they, made, bad. they made sequels of that movie. No way. Yeah, they got Donald Glover in it too. Oh my not, god. Not, not really? a not a not not a Childish Gambino, but uh is is it is that Don wait, is is he also Donald Glover? The I'm I'm getting too old for this shit guy. 
Yeah, that's Donald Glover. Man, that is that is crazy, man. There's two guys with the same name, Donald Glover. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't think no, because first thing that popped up for was Childish Gambino. Dan, Danny Glover. Danny Glover. Oh, here we go. I bet you if we were live, people would be commenting right now. Danny Glover, Danny Glover, Danny Glover. I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> I got the last name right, at least. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so Machete, which I, I completely agree. That movie was just like... A, I, it was like, bad. It was bad. It's that a, was a okay. real B movie. That What that movie is, is just like ridiculous amount of action. Well, not really ridiculous amount of action, but... No, nah, it wasn't. It was just, the, the, they were just trying to hype up Danny Trejo. Yeah. That and it's just like a, honestly, if you would have just done this ridiculous amount of violence, it, people would be like, okay, the movie was cool. That like the story sucked, but the, the action was cool. That's like when and okay, some people are gonna like be in a shock when I say this. That's like the like the the John Wick movies. You're not necessarily there for the plot. You're just there to see the action. Yeah. So yeah, because I mean, it was very the plot was I mean. I'll be honest. I'm a dog person. I probably would get like that. But no, no. The, the, the thing with me is that the fact that there's a sequel for this, because I was like, it ended. You know, you, you know, he he killed the guy that you know killed his dog. You know, he got a he got a new car, and then he got a puppy from the he got a puppy from uh from a dog pound. And that was it. Now, like, don't take this the wrong way, but John Wick is one of my one of one of my uh, I'm not going to say one of my top. But it's movies that I like, so. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I'm just saying, like, you don't watch that movie for the plot. You watch that for the action. Yeah. And then, obviously, rugged Keanu Reeves. But, I mean, like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, they were what they were trying to do with Machete was kind of trying to do that, but they just didn't have the action. And it's crazy that they made a second Machete. Yeah. I um I didn't like Machete at all. So Nope. Yeah. All right. So you want me to go first or you, you want to go first? Uh I'll go first. Okay. So my three down movies. My three my, my number three, Brightburn. Alright. Is that the anti superhero so, movie? Yeah, the anti-hero, the the one that it's the kid who's like he has the Superman powers and stuff, and he's super strong. He can fly. He has heat vision and all that. Well, the thing the thing that made me hate it was the ending because it's like looks like there's gonna be a bright burn too. Nope, nothing. Like it just it was so bad. It was a to me it was bad in that sense because it's like. Basically, he was the one kid who would be like by himself, but his parents loved him, even if he wasn't theirs. But you know, and then when the parents basically was already thinking of like maybe we should kill him, kind of shit. And it's like, oh come on, really? Like, but I guess you could say I didn't like it. The story, the plot, kept going too too far out. It was it didn't make. A lot of sense. So it was just like it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. It was like technically supposed to be like a terror movie. It was like a hero anti-hero movie. So it's kind of nah. Nah, I wasn't. I wasn't too fond of it. 
So that was my number three. All right, Burn. Um, number two, which I don't know. I, I, I like the actor. I like the people in the movie, but Superman Returns. It was just, it was just so bad. It was, a, uh, it, was, it, was it was, it was a waste of. Um, dang, who, who it was a waste of talent. Brandon Roof. Uh, yeah, I mean that, and but they had Kevin Spacey. No, no, it wasn't Kevin Spacey. Was it Kevin Spacey? Yeah, it was. It was. He was. Uh, I believe he was Lex Luthor. Yeah, he was Lex Luthor. Such a waste, man. Like, you know, the fact that like Kevin Spacey. I mean, well, okay, maybe maybe I shouldn't be saying highly things about Kevin Spacey right now, but <laughs> <laughs> but at that time, I mean, the guy was a really good actor. <laughs> yeah. Once again. Not talking about what he what he does in his own time, but <laughs> pretty good actor. But uh, yeah, because I was like, damn, that was such a waste of Kevin Spacey. I mean, now it's like, okay, well, thank God he was part of that horrible movie. But <laughs> but yeah, no, it was it was it it, it was just dull. Even the C, it was like even the CGI was just so bad, and it was I, like I, I think that's the best way to describe the movie is just <sighs> just dull. Yeah, it was like even there was no really a lot of action sequences and stuff. Like compared to Man of Steel, Man of Steel wins hands down. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and then wait, so number two, as far as me. like as far as like Superman movies, like that that one's the best Superman movie. Man of Steel, yes. Not even like the originals. I think maybe because of the era that I grew up in, you know, this era. So Man of Steel for me is a hell of a lot better movie. Okay. Henry Cavill plays it to the T. It was a good movie. Everything seemed, the story was well-rounded. Um, General Zod and everything. Like, it, it, it made sense and everything was really good. Like, in a sense. I still don't get the fact of um, Jor-El. You know, like he, how he would always, how he was always there. And I, I kind of did get lost a little bit there because I'm like, eh, like, why, why is he there? You know, I understand it. You want to, you want to, training you, him. You, you want the, the Jarrell head? I my, guess you could say, yeah. My son. My son for years. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I, I wanted that. But no, it wasn't that. It was Russell Crowe. So, but it, Russell Crowe's a good actor. So, I can't say. Ain't shit, and he played a part. But yeah, number number two is Superman's Returns. That it was just it was just bad. And my number one, and I know a lot of people will agree with me, especially fans. Dragon Ball, the live action movie. Oh my god, that, that was that was trash. That was just plain trash. It wasn't bad. It was trash. That dude's it, it career was, it never had, shot up. It it literally had nothing, nothing, nothing. Two nope. more. Nothing. One more. Nothing to do with Dragon Ball. <laughs> nope, it did not. It was just. It was And what's crazy to me was the only one that was able to have somewhat of a career, not saying a lot, but somewhat of a career was Jamie Chung. Was who? Uh, the actress that played Chi-Chi. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But it wasn't like a great career. Um, 
the guy that she still Goku got work. Ended up, but she still yeah, got work. But the guy that ended up playing Goku was uh, he ended up being in Shameless. But that's it. Yeah, his his line was just him crying, Fiona. Yeah, so pretty much. There you go. But <laughs> it is. It was. It was that was a that was a horrible movie. I could I couldn't deal with it. It's so crazy. No, yeah, totally. But yeah, that's my that's my, that's my number one Dragon Ball, a live action movie. All right. So to re- reiterate your your oh, 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 we'll we'll do that once we get to after we're done with mine. All right. So for uh, me, number three, Bench Warmers two. I could see that. It had literally nothing. What? Why? Why is there a bench warmers too? Like you didn't. Ha- you didn't bring back Rob Schneider. You didn't bring back uh, freaking Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, <laughs> it's so bad that I don't know the guy's name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Christian Hader. I don't know. Christian Hader. No, I don't know. John, John Hader. Nah, I, I know Hader is no. there. I don't know. Okay, anyways, Napoleon Dynamite. What was the other guy? Napoleon Dynamite. Davis Bate. And you got Davis Bate. And then also... um, None of those guys were there. um, You brought back... The one you brought back was uh, uh, the guy... The the millionaire. Yeah. That was the only only Um, guy they brought back from the the movies. And then what's funny was uh, the guy that you make the main character is... uh, Was was like the, the unforgettable one from American Pie. The forgettable one from American Pie. Sorry, not unforgettable because uh, the unforgettable. Let's one. say Jason Biggs. <laughs> really, I would say Stifler. Uh, so, uh, I mean, that could be an, uh, that could uh, be a pretty good debate. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but I don't know, man. I mean, I like I said, when no, I that, 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 two, that, that other guy was uh, what was his name? What was that character's name? Uh, Striker. Ah, you're asking the wrong dude. I don't remember I mean, much of American Pie. He was pie. he was just he was just the jock, like literally the jock of the, of the group. Oh, um, uh, Oz, Oz, Oz. There you go. Yeah, Oz from American Pie. Because I mean, all right. So Jason Biggs. I mean, he got to fuck a pot. So I mean, there's his this there's his thing. Um, Stiffer gets to be the horny guy, the 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 party horny guy. Uh, freaking. Yeah. Finch, I mean, at least he got the fuck Stepper's mom. Like that—that that was his thing. Like, yeah, that was the running gag. And then you had Oz. Like he was just dead. Like that's that's literally. He was the voice of reason, I guess. I don't know. The voice of reason, yeah, probably. But yeah, so that was. So they had him be the the main character, the the main actor for this movie. The movie sucked. The movie just sucked. Like, that's all you gotta say. I went, It was a giant waste of my life. Like I mean, I could have done things more productive. Damn. than Watch that movie is literally what I'm saying. I feel like I I, I should. Yeah, damn. I lost like 90, 90 minutes of my life watching that stupid movie. Damn, you'll never get it back. Yeah. So number two is um, what's what's the movie called? It has Snoop Dogg and and uh and Wiz Khalifa. No. Oh God, oh, no! How? I don't know that movie. How dare you say Soul Plane is a bad movie? You said you said Snoop Dogg. That's the only movie I've ever seen him in. Okay, it's called Mac and Devin Go to High School. Oh god, that just sounds horrible altogether already. 
so, all right. So this is what I'm going to say about this movie. Little disclaimer. It's only good if you're high. Because if you watch this sober, it's going to suck. And I've seen it both ways. All right. I can see it. Yeah, I can see it. But it just doesn't... I don't know. It just doesn't seem that... It doesn't appeal to me. So what is it about? What is it about, actually? All right. So it's about... so. Wiz Khalifa is this this honor student, which already already I'm not sitting well for it. But uh, you know, he he plays this this guy that's kind of conservative and everything. And Snoop Dogg is this repeating senior um, that all he's just there is to party and have fun and smoke weed. And then so he introduces him to the world of he introduces uh, Wiz Khalifa's character into the world of marijuana. And then all of a sudden now he's like it, it was. It, honestly, like I don't even remember the plot at this point. It was just that stupid. Like it, it sucked. Like the movie just sucked. I mean, there's nothing really else to to, to take away from it. It just it was just a bad movie. But yeah, so that a number so number two for me is uh, uh Mac and Devin go to high school. Which good God, I can't. Yeah, what's that. your what's your number one? My number one is Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice. Oh damn! Really? I well, care to explain why? Well, you were there when we saw the movie. I yeah, I was there, but damn, I, that didn't even make my bottom three. But I, explain why? What? Okay, so Jesse Eisberg to be Lex Luthor, which I, I really do not know what his approach was to being Lex Luthor to begin with, because I was like, he kind of came off more as Jokerish to me during the whole thing. Um, Henry Cavill. I mean, uh, Henry Cavill or whatever you guys call whatever whatever his name is. Um, I mean, he was really good. I mean, yes, he's a good Superman. I actually do agree with you on that one. Um, Ben Affleck was actually surprisingly good, but what I couldn't stand was just the one you wasted Doomsday. I was like, you have one of the, you know, this is like the guy that you know could possibly kill Superman. You know what I mean? And right, right. And so I felt like you wasted that character. You didn't. You over. You over. One. You hyped this whole movie that you're gonna see Wonder Woman. That's like what. That was your selling point. Like that was your 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 whole thing was Wonder Woman's gonna be in this movie. Wonder. She was not. She was like maybe there for like the last final minutes of the movie. Um. I mean, you know, her obviously she her as her her herself was there every once in a while. But you're like, who's this? I mean, we already knew who she was. You know, if anything, they should have probably not said anything and just let us like, oh look, Gal Gadot is in this movie. I wonder what she's doing. Yeah, like they should have just done that instead of making it seem like Wonder Woman was a focal point of this film. But you know what's funny? And even though the name, the to me, even though the name was Batman versus Superman, Gal Gadot outshone both of them. Oh no, she was, she she was clearly the better one. But that the thing that pisses like. All right, if you're going to have this epic fight between, you know, Batman and Superman, uh, if it's going to, you know, fight into terms where they're both going to be like, hey, why are we fighting each other? We should be, you know, taking on whatever Lex Luthor's making. You know? Yeah. But their solution for them to team up together was because Superman's mom's name is Martha. (laughs) Yeah. 
And I, I'm you, sorry. like I said, you were there when we were watching. We watched the movie together. Like we were hanging. You know, that was like our. I was like, I was like, I still remember me saying, "So that's it. They're not gonna fight anymore because this dude's name is Martha, or his mom just name the, is Martha." Just the way like, it went down, Martha, Martha. Why do you say that name? <laughs> and then you got, was, then you got freaking uh, uh, the the fake Pam Beasley over there. Just be like, oh god, yeah. name, and you, it's just all you see is just like Ben Affleck, uh, Batman, all like, oh crap, you and me have the same mom's name. We should team up. <laughs> I know. Like, I was like, oh. It is funny because he's like, if I. Like if I don't go there, then then you know my mom won't make it. Martha's gonna be alive today. <laughs> it was like, oh god! <laughs> I just was like, <sighs> everything was just so crit. Like so, you wasted Doomsday. You the plot was kind of it was kind of irritating as fuck. Um, once again, it it just baffles me that no one ever notices that like Henry Cavill is Superman. <laughs> like his only disguise is a pair of glasses. But that's not, yeah, but that's not the point. But yeah, that, that, I just I think they did a horrible job casting Lex Luthor. I don't think Jesse Eisberg is. You don't get the guy that plays Mark Zuckerberg to be Lex Luthor. So I mean, it, it, I just didn't like the the movie from. And it, this is just also the fact that I'm not a DC guy to begin with. But there's other good DC movies like freaking Aquaman was awesome. Wonder Woman, at, at least the first one was pretty good. I don't, I, I've heard really bad things about you know uh, Wonder Woman eighty four. Um, freaking Justice League, I heard was actually pretty decent. I mean, I I still want, I still need to see that movie just because I want to see what was all this hype about that. You know uh, how Cavill, Henry Cavill had to like had to have a must had to like keep his mustache, which obviously was for Mission Impossible. Um, and how they had the CGI. <laughs> To shave off the mustache, but anyway, <laughs> so I, I still need to see that. But yeah, so Batman members Superman Dawn Justice, yeah, that's my number one. So my my Damn. bottom three is Benchwarmers two, um, Mac and Devin go to high school, and 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 um, Batman versus Superman Dawn Justice. All right, all right, and so. Let's see. So, what do you? I mean, but, yeah, I, uh, I agree. Just quickly, re- just re- just to reiterate yours. Oh, mine. Um, number three was Brightburn. Number two, Superman Returns, and number one, Dragon Ball, the live action movie. And then Spencer had, uh, well, the Wolverine. Uh, Wolverine, mm-hmm. not not the Wolverine. The double Wolverine is, is that one sucked too, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Wolverine, Wolverine uh, Soul Brother 2, which I'm pretty sure at this point it's Undercover Brother 2, and Machete. Alright, so here are the three ups. So Spencer has Lone Survivor, um, Dolomite, or anything with Rudy Ray acting in old school black exploitation films that I grew up shared by the Mac. Hmm. Alright. I just realized I just said number three and number two before I, we even talked about number three. But um, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, Lo- yeah, Lone Survivor, great movie. I love it. It's one, of, it's one of my favorite movies to watch all the time. Um, it, 
it's like I, I try not to tell people that I like a lot of military movies just because I'm like, you know, oh, that's the stereotype of the military guy. And but I'm not that asshole that's like stop. Nah, this is clearly fake. Like you yeah, wouldn't do but this. Lone Sur- Lone Survivor is actually a good movie. So Lone, I agree. I will say I gotta this, agree with Lone, that. Lone Survivor is probably the most accurate military film. I will say that. Even compared even compared to Full Metal Jacket. Okay. Um <laughs> gotcha. I'll I'll give you that one, but I mean like I think modern for modern films. Okay, okay. All right, but yeah, so um but yeah, and then Dolomite or anything with Rudy Ray acting in old school black exploitation films that I grew up with shared by the Mac. I need to see what Dolomite is. Or Dolomite? No. You don't know what Dolomite is? No. Oh man, this is. It's a. To me, it's comical. Man, this is like back in the day. Yeah, it is. It, I mean, you just even the just even the the summary summary for it. It's hilarious. It sounds familiar. After he is released from jail after being wrongfully convicted, a pimp takes on a criminal on, crim- on the criminals <laughs> and corrupt police officers who framed him with the help of some female karate experts and other warriors. So yeah, that's what I said. That just sounds, that's, I need to watch this movie now. I'm gonna find this. It's on watch. Amazon Prime. I'm gonna find it on on a free spot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna see if YouTube has it. It might be, they might, but yeah. All right. It's and a then, pretty comical movie. And then number one is Black Panther. And I mean, I agree. It, Black Panther was such a great film. Uh, it was amazing. Uh, R.I.P. obviously to uh, to uh, Chadwick Boseman. I mean, I think this man has done like a lot of roles, man, where you know, obviously, he he played uh, Jackie Robinson in the movie played, 42. Yeah, I was about to say, he, he was iconic in Jackie Robinson. He played uh, James Brown in Soul in Soul Man, I think. No, no. Uh, yeah. Was it Soul Man? I think so. But yeah, he, he, he also played... Um, uh, uh, he played uh, Thurgood Marshall in, in the movie Marshall, uh, which, I mean... If because I graduated from Texas Southern University and Thurgood Marshall is actually uh, the name of the law school over at TSU. So yeah, but yeah. So Thurgood Marshall. Uh, uh, I mean, the name he, of it, the name of it the name of it was Get On Up. Get it's On James Up. Brown movie. Okay, but yeah, he he's played some very iconic roles, man. Um, I played so many movies, and to think that he that he did some of these movies while fighting cancer is just that's impeccable. Like that, that's just like you know. That's a true professional, you know what I mean? And the fact that no one knew that this was going on is just crazy. But um, yeah, Chadwick Boseman, just great career. Black Panther, like just a great movie in general, had a great message. Um, I think it really, crazy enough, is relevant, <laughs> very relevant today. Um, unfortunately, you know, it's like I wish it wasn't like as relevant as it, you know. But it is very relevant, even to this day. That movie still can can hold can 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 be very accurate to what's going on now. But yeah, no, great yeah. movie. All right, Edward. So, 
All right, my three up. All right, so ironically, number three, Man of Steel with starring Henry Cavill. Like I said, I think this dude is Superman. This dude is built as Superman. He legit played the part very well. Um, Man of Steel, everything was good. Like even supporting cast, Lois Lane, um, you know, to me, it, it just played out just right like in the fighting and everything and it it's kind of the same thing like you know there's people that are different from you and you learn to accept them not you know not just because of you're scared of them but because maybe they've helped you out in some way so i feel like it's it's gonna be it's gonna be good or i'm sorry it was good to me in my opinion so uh like basically, I think what I really loved about it was the fact that it did start off at, from scratch, like how he became, you know, Superman, how he became the Man of Steel, and it, it was very, very awesome to me because uh, I I like to think of how I like to think of how my life is, and sometimes I I wish I had powers, something like that. So it kind of it, it would play out in that sort of way. So it, it it's 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 pretty cool. Like I really love that movie. That movie is awesome. So that's why I put Man of Steel number three. So okay. yeah, and then my number two is The Dark Knight. I mean, how can you not? Uh, man, you, the dark it, it, I feel like Dark Knight is definitely like. So obviously I'm a I'm a Marvel guy. I mean you guys know that from one of our earlier episodes when we did when we used to do uh Would You Rathers. But um no yeah the Dark Knight trilogy is I mean I feel like people that's gonna be like the argument for everybody. Every time anybody talks like uh you know Marvel versus DC, they're gonna throw in the Dark Knight trilogy because of like how the fact that that is just so much better than what DC had at least at that time as they were struggling because they were trying to uh, keep up with Marvel. But yeah, Dark Knight. I mean, you know, obviously you had uh, Christian Bale playing Batman. Um, take it for what you want. I mean, not everybody was a fan of of this voice, but um, yeah, the, the voice was kind of over overplayed and everything, but. What really made that movie, and everybody agreed, and he even got you know an award for it. It was Heath Ledger. May he rest in peace. Um, he outperformed himself with that role as the Joker, and that was incredible. And the chemistry that both Christian Bell and Heath Ledger had on screen, it was like, oh shit, he's literally beating the shit out of him. Like you would think that he was actually doing it. Like he was yeah, actually so, beating the crap out of him. So this wasn't in the movie, but one of my favorite. Uh, things was was um, Heath Ledger riding a skateboard, and I think he actually jumped over Christian Bale. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty cool think- image. Of um, but yeah, man, that, nah, such a it was such a great movie. I mean, I think uh, uh, Heath Ledger definitely set the bar really high for anybody that decides to play Joker, and I don't think anybody has matched it yet. Um, I mean, Joaquin Phoenix made his own. And, Honestly, and I think that's what you need to do because I think that's what he legend did. Like he, he did it his own way. 
Like he wasn't trying yeah. to he he didn't try to like compete with Jack Nicholson, which to me at the time was the best Joker. And the then Joker, yeah. And then Heath Ledger kind of just uh, you know turned it up a notch. Took it. And then Jared Leto, well, yeah, Jared Leto did like, Jared Leto did something. Um, but Joaquin Phoenix, <sighs> I mean, done it. Don't even don't even get me started on Jared Leto. That was just that was disgraceful to the Joker. But I just I really think that the Dark Knight it was just a movie all all good all together. It was just it was just amazing to me. It, it, it literally I I don't know how many times I saw that movie so many times when it was on Netflix. When yeah, I, I have I, it on Blu-ray. I, I, I welded it out when the next thing you know we see Two Face. Yeah, I was like, "What?" So yeah, it was it's pretty intense, pretty crazy, and um, I just it, it's it's something that I I felt that I don't know if we'll ever ever see again. You know, it's like that kind of movie. It was dark, but it was actually like a hero movie. So it was something amazing to me. Mm. And um, so, yeah. Um, but my number one movie, and you might be like, what, really? Um, it Man. Nah, man. I love It Man. Uh, yeah. Those, those Donnie Yen. Those movies are crazy. Donnie Yen is amazing. He's an amazing actor. And then the choreography. Bro, I love the Man movies. I mean, even the if fact, they're like super over exaggerated, but yeah, still. I mean the fact that it's like, tech, well, it's supposed to be based on the guy that trained Bruce Lee. Um, yeah, it, but yeah, those was funny. Um, I remember when the first time I watched the movie, I couldn't get the the subtitles because it was a it was, someone like downloaded the movie. You know, it was like a you know a pirated movie, and um, yeah. And so I didn't have the subtitles, so we're literally watching it in, in I believe it was Chinese. Um, and so we <laughs> kind of had to like just sit there and watch the movie and not know what they were saying. But obviously, it doesn't. I mean, when you watch a kung fu movie or any like th- those karate films, you don't necessarily yeah. watch it for the action. I mean, most of the time you probably don't even read the subtitles. You're just there to see like the awesome fighting. Um, and yeah, it man just kind of brought back those, those times where you used to watch karate movies like. You know, you think of like the Jackie Chan movies, the Jet Li movies, uh, the Bruce Lee movies, obviously. But um, not as you know, I, I think um, it, you know, you try to bring back karate movies, but it, it's just not the same as it used to be. But it man definitely like set the bar pretty high. They, 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 yeah, they brought it up. And I mean, like, like you know, now you got like uh, what uh, Netflix now has the Cobra Kai. Uh, which is the Kai series, yeah. Which is a spinoff from the Karate Kid movies. Um, I've 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 watched it, and uh, I will say this: I do not necessarily watch it for the plot. <laughs> I I watch it specifically <laughs> for the action. Because to be honest, man, this movie, this, this not the movie, this series is ridiculous. <laughs> you got like you got like a a full out brawl happening in like schools, like full on karate fighting, like you know, kids. You know, these guys are like you know in the early stages of learning how to do karate and they're over here doing like crouching tiger hidden dragon type shit. So it's like, yeah. So it, it's just kind of funny, but no, yeah. Uh, no, yeah. It, man, it's such, such a good movie though. I, I completely agree. 
Yeah, I mean, It Man to me is my, one of my favorite movies. The It Man series themselves, like all the way up to three. And they were coming out with number four. So it's just, well, okay, let me rephrase that. Because there's It Man 1, It Man 2, then It Man, you know, when he was younger. And then It Man 3 was technically the fourth movie, which is the one where he's facing off against Mike Tyson. And Ape Man number four, I don't know what's going to happen. I think they're going to try to get Scott Atkins to fight him. So boycott from Undisputed. I don't know. I don't know. I've just been reading. So, okay. But yeah. So it's, it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. Like I'm excited for this, but uh, okay. What's your top three? All right. So my top three. So starting at number three, I have the movie Hardball. Um, so um, uh, besides soccer, um, and Edward knows this, I'm a big, big, big baseball fan. Um, I mm-hmm. love baseball, and uh, and I do love baseball movies. And most people usually, when you think of like baseball movies, which I do love, the Sandlot. I'm not taking. I'm not saying the Sandlot is trash in any way. Moneyball, Sandlot, but Hardball is my favorite baseball movie of all time. It is such a good movie. Uh, Keanu Reeves, a young Michael B. Jordan. Even though Michael B. Jordan is not really that much in the movie, but you know, it's crazy to think that where Michael Jordan is now too, from where he started. And um, I mean, I I think when I, the first time I saw Michael B. Jordan, I mean, aside from Harbaugh was when he was in the wire. But, uh, but yeah, so I mean, you know, just, it was just a, it was like, it was real. I think that's what I love about the movie. It was actually just real. I mean, yeah, it's kind of showed like the side, the horrible side of sports gambling, but you know, the whole, you know, playing baseball and then, but you know, G bro, I died. I cried when when G baby died. I cried. I was like, <laughs> I'm not ashamed. Uh, yeah, bro, because like G baby yeah, was man. like the heart and soul of the movie. Like you, you're rooting for G baby, and then and then damn, yeah, all that that shit happened. Yeah, yeah. So, but no, yeah, great movie. Um, yeah, definitely. Like I would say that like, I'll, I'll tell you that with full confidence. That's my favorite baseball movie of all time. If anybody asks me, like. Favorite baseball movie? It's 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 hardball. Um, number two, um, I would I would actually I would actually have to go with Spencer and Lone Survivor. Lone Survivor was just it was just really good. I I mean I could probably also make a an argument for um uh for the Chris Kyle movie. Yeah, uh, which what was it? What was the movie called? What was the title called? Uh, don't know, my brother. Don't know. Uh, I know it was the title of his book. Um, not only am I a terrible military guy, but that's I'm also a terrible, terrible. Uh, a terrible you mean Texan. memory. Oh, there you go. A terrible Texan, <laughs> American sniper. Wow. Oh wow, bro! You should. have... <laughs> <Yeah. sighs> Not, not only am I a, a bad, a, a horrible military person, but I'm also a horrible Texan because Chris Kyle is from Texas. But yeah, no, uh, uh, but yeah, Lone Survivor. I just, I just loved everything from the movie. Also, obviously, uh, Mark, uh, Marcus Luttrell is is also from Texas. I think actually from Houston, or at least around the Houston area. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I think just everything about the movie and the fact that it's, it, it's, it's, it's so real. Um, like I said, I think it's one of the most accurate military movies, um, and, and a really good, like, just a great acting cast. You know, obviously Mark Wahlberg, um, 
uh, you know, hey, uh, what? <laughs> I'm trying to think of all these actors' names, man. But like, it it was a, a pretty stacked uh, cast. I mean, obviously, you had to like do a whole you know SEAL team. Um, but uh, David Banner was in that movie. Uh, really? Yeah. Man, what movie would that be? Shit, uh, I can't remember now. What do you mean? I don't know, Eric like, Banner. Eric Banner. Eric Banner. Yeah, I was like, for a second when you said David Banner, I thought he was a rapper. David Banner. No, David Banner. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Mark Wahlberg, Emil Hurst, Taylor uh, Kish, Ben Foster, Eric Banner. Uh, I mean, just, and then also, uh, uh, you, which, fun fact. Yes, you also had Jerry Ferrara who plays Turtle from Entourage. It was also in it. Oh, right. So I thought that was, I was like, hey, look, it's Turtle. <laughs> <laughs> and then they actually did have Marcos. Uh, they also did have Marcos Marcos actually play. I don't necessarily think he played anybody specifically, but he just, he, he, they had him in the SEAL team in the movie. I mean, obviously they had him there just to make sure for accuracy and uh, not from his book as well, but I mean, also for just his experience. As a as a Navy SEAL, but yeah, um, but yeah, Love Survivor is definitely uh, number one, uh, number two for me, and then number one, um, I just gotta say Rocky Four. All right, I mean, I can you know I love I love all the Rocky movies. Rocky's like my favorite. I think that's my favorite uh, franchise is the Rocky films, um, and that's including also Creed. I I think I add that I feel like that they should all be put in together. Um, which is crazy that Michael B. Jordan gets featured in into <laughs> into twice on my list. But anyways, but the thing I love about uh, <laughs> about Rocky Four was obviously just the the fact that he's fighting uh, uh, the the Russian. Uh, yeah, uh, ro- uh, the the um, Dolph Drago 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 Drago, but it's played by Dolph Lunger. Uh, but yeah, yeah that, so I mean, I I think it's just like like the epicness of just having to fight uh, uh Drago, and uh, I think that's mainly the main reason why. And then obviously you have that the the montage. Uh, I mean, this movie had nothing but montages on it to begin with, because you have the montage <laughs> of when Apollo of when Apollo died, where like you know, there's that there just that montage alone, and then you have the training montage. Well, the first training montage where he just, you know, he's initially training, and then, and then Adrian comes to Russia. Now you have another montage. Um, I will say though, if you watch a Rocky movie, you're just like, man, dude, I need to go work out. Like, I mean, yeah, you know, like it gets you pumped. <laughs> it gives you, it gives you that little oof. Like, yeah, like it fires you up. Like, man, dude, this guy is working hard, man. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna drink eggs, but I mean, I'll do the rest, <laughs> right? You're like, yeah. No, but yeah, so Rocky Four, I, I I think I like that at all. I mean, it's it's weird. I I I'd say that because of uh, Drago, but my favorite um my favorite character, well, my favorite person that uh that Rocky had to fight was actually uh Clubber Lang. I think it was called Clubber. Oh man. I I can't remember that was actually his name. Yeah, Clubber Lang. Clubber Lang. Uh, yep, James Clubber Lang, which was from Rocky Three. And then uh, Rocky, 
Okay, so Rocky Five and, and and Rocky Balboa probably won't be the ones that I'm like, oh my god, I love those movies, but it's part of the franchise. I have to rock with. It's like it's like if you're, well, I can't like not say that they, you know. It, I mean, like, okay, I also like Star Wars, but I, okay, I'm gonna not mention the prequels just because I like I just don't want to recognize the prequels, but I still watch them. Uh, like I mean, if I decide to like watch like all the Star Wars films, I do start with, you know, with the Phantom Menace. Even though it's like I just I didn't let's say like I didn't like the prequels. I still, it's, I still, it's crazy. I still, I still don't that's, a wa- that's a waste of Ewan McGregor and Liam Neeson, by the way. <laughs> yeah, but hey, now they're coming out with um, Obi Wan or Kenobi. The name of the movie, yeah, Kenobi. Kenobi. Kenobi, because um, they did. That's they gonna did, be hella good. Because they did solo. Um, that, Rogue One was really good. I think I, yeah, I, like the, the outside of the, I guess the, the three trilogies. Um, Rogue One was definitely really good. Uh, I'm like I'm kind of mixed with the, the 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 la- the recent trilogy. I have like mixed okay. feelings about it. Um, I mean, th- I'm not saying they were bad. I just had mixed feelings. Like, I think there's some good parts, but then there's some like, it's like, ah, I got it. I didn't like that. <laughs> and it's not like I said, it's not taking anything away from like the characters. Like, I like, I like the characters that they brought in. Like, I I like, uh, I like what they did with uh with Daisy Ridley and making her like, the, yeah, like I like, I like that. But I think there were some things that could have done better. I, I just. Okay, the one thing I just can't, I don't, I can't like sit well with is the fact that in in the in the original trilogy of the Star Wars, obviously you have Darth Vader having his his moment of redeeming himself by uh, uh, killing killing the Emperor. You know, like that was you know he you know he does it, you know, and you know he's able to be, be back to being uh, uh, Anakin, and so like that you know that's a huge moment in that in, in the original trilogy. And then, you know, when you bring in this new trilogy, you find out that, oh, no, he wasn't really dead. So you just ruined that moment of, like, you know, like I said, Anakin is back. Like, you know, Anakin is now back to being Anakin. Like, he's not he's not Darth Vader anymore. Yeah. It's like, and you just kind of took that away from him. Like, I hated that. I was like, you couldn't make another, <laughs> you couldn't, like, have another villain, like, you just had to bring back the emperor. Like that's a, yeah, that's, man. that's what I didn't like. And it's um, it sounds like they're coming out with more uh, Star Wars films. Yeah, man, you're just gonna piss. Like, I think for the young fans, love it. I think that's what I think. Obviously, like it's cool to see young young people want to watch Star Wars. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. Heidi is not one of them. <laughs> uh, but. It's just one of those things, man. Like, I, I think I, I'll say this: like the people that grew up watching the, the prequels, they're gonna like the prequels. I didn't personally like them. Um, the you know, obviously, the guys that are loyal to the, the original trilogy are loyal to the original trilogy, and then you have like the young kids that watch the more recent trilogy, and they're gonna like those. Um, I think that like it doesn't really matter. I, I I can care less. Like, you know, your opinion is your opinion, but I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and say like they're that's the wrong one for a reason or anything like that. But um, yeah. But anyway, so reiterate my my um. My <laughs> we went 
we take a lot yeah. we, we took a wild a wild ass <laughs> turn in this fucking galaxy if you know what I mean a long yeah. time ago in a galaxy far away yeah sorry about that but yeah so really my top three uh, number three I have Hardball at number two I have uh, Lone Survivor and at number one I have uh, uh, Rocky IV alright good shit good shit all right, man. So that's the show. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Unhinged Sports Network. Um, once again, you can catch us. Uh, we premiere. So our premieres are on Thursdays at 11 a.m. Central Time. And if you want to be notified of the other times that we get put on during uh, Unhinged's 24-hour coverage of just nonstop uh, podcasts, you can follow them at Network Unhinged on Twitter. Um, and so you can be up to date and like I said, make sure you guys do click when, when we're on so we can, you know, get our, our listenership up so we can go ahead and dethrone far, far end of the bench. Um, <laughs> and um, shout out to Alejandro Gomez, award nominated Alejandro Gomez, who created the logo of the insert name FC uh, logo. <laughs> um, uh, you can follow her on Instagram at Alec Gomez graphics. If you guys are looking for, a logo to be created, or maybe you need uh, a cool graphic done, like the graphic that she made for us. Um, you know, hit her up and and you know, you know, get something cool like we do. Um, also, man, hell yeah, we there's like there's nothing else we can say about this guy. Like we appreciate him, everything that he does for us, and that's obviously our producer Roosevelt Spencer. I mean, you hear our you hear the player of the year, the Chick Fil A player of the year. Um, you hear the beat. You hear the beats that he makes for the intro and outro. You hear how we sound. We try as best as we can to make it easy for him. I don't think we've done it, done that very well. Not in the past. Not in the past two or three weeks, man. But um, no, no, I mean, but yeah. So we try our best to accommodate Spencer, but um, even then, he works with what he has, and, and I think he comes out with with some pretty great stuff, man. So. Um, shout out to Roosevelt Spencer, man. If you if you want to send an inquiry to him about maybe you know you want him to make some beats for you, well, follow him on Instagram at that guy dope. Once again, is at that guy dope. But yeah, so that's the show, man. Episode Christ nineteen. Yeah. So one more episode away from twenty. So all right, man. So next week is episode twenty, which. It's gonna be a really interesting one. We do have uh, uh, we're do we are expecting an interview uh, for the for that episode, and it's gonna be a really interesting one. You'll you'll definitely hear it uh, when when we start the show, um, and uh, hopefully you guys can't wait to hear it. Yes, sir. That's gonna be exciting. Yeah, I'm excited. You excited? I'm excited. <laughs> All right, guys. So thanks for listening, and have a good one. Hey, thank you guys. Thank you guys for always listening. Appreciate the love. Peace. Bruh.
redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more.